get started at the party, though. I'm Daniel. We're going to fill out Pop Culture Horse with various piece of media we missed the first time around. Did I'm sure say... Bill's seen this before. What? <laughs> Did Who? you just say it started at the party, Bill? No, he said Heat Bill. Oh, Heat Bill. Okay. I thought you were just heat reminding bill. me. Because I would be totally in in in, in, in the, the theme of the podcast that you have to remind me exactly what we're doing. <laughs> like, hey, Bill, come back. No. Like, hey, bill. like bill. You, go here. It's like being at a toy store uh, at a toy store with a small child. You have to like, no, Bill, podcast time. Come on. Yeah. But if I was going to follow the rules of this movie, I would have said, yo, and you know what I mean a lot more. <laughs> After getting in, into a fight with the security guard at the toy store that you almost won. Yo, Bill! And I come in and I hug you and kiss you in the freeze frame. You that got me a- Power Rangers, dad friend! Wait, what? Are you talking about Jingle is- All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. <laughs> is that the plot of that movie? I don't know. <laughs> that movie ends with Anakin Skywalker kissing uh, uh, Mr. Freeze. Um, yes. Have you actually seen that? What? Just Jingle All the Way. No. Just that's one of the rare. I mean, not that I have any, 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 any <laughs> impulse to watch that movie. But if we're ever like, if we're still doing this podcast like five years from now, and we're just dying for something to do on Christmas, that might have to be like a uh, uh, a last ditch resort project sometime. But anyway, we're not talking about that this week. Yeah, we're talking. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Thank you, Rick and Morty. <laughs> All right. Rocky, you know? Hey, yo. You know what I mean? Yo. Oh, this... We're going to talk about Rocky, you know? Uh, it totally makes me the Polly in this situation. Hey. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, I like meat. Hey, give me some crumbs, yeah. I have nothing to do with this plot except yell at you for no reason. Uh, yeah, we're talking about... I'm just about... a piece of shit. Oh, yeah, I'm just a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. This is... Wait, did this come out in 1977? Um... Uh, yeah. Let's see. 1976. 1976, yeah. 1976 is Rocky. I forgot that this won Best Picture. I knew this was nominated for a bunch of stuff, but I didn't realize this was like... like, This won Best Screenplay and Best Oscar. Best Best Picture Oscar that year. Um, Wow. So what got you thinking about Rocky? He's always in the back of my mind. Really? Back there slurring and grunting. (laughs) 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 Haunting the back of your brain. Not because you like it, or like this movie, or like Sliced Alone. He's just there haunting you like a bad yeah. tree. Uh, yeah, you ain't good. Inarticulately. Yeah. He's Man, I don't think this is a good slide. Uh, nah, I just figured... I, 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 it was about time to watch a Rocky well, movie. had you seen any of the other Rocky movies, or even parts of them? <sighs> No. Okay. Well, the, the funny thing is Rocky, the Rocky films in general, like, there's so many cliches that stem from these movies that it's 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 kind of like The Godfather or Citizen Kane, where most people know some kind of aspect about these movies just from pop culture. Yeah. Um, oh, I, well, I do that, yes. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. pop culture clips, but I wouldn't say I've seen Just like, you know, like, like, Mickey, you don't have to yeah. know the movie to, like, get, like, hey, I'm Mickey. I'm the yeah. trainer. I'm gonna yell at you, blah blah blah, and which is it's. I'm some, actually surprised I never saw the one with Mr. T because I was obsessed with Mr. T. When well, that I was came a kid. out. You would have been super young. That was even kind of early days yeah. for you for me because I was like 1983 or something like that. Yeah. Um, and Still. Yeah, that is Hulk Hogan. I saw, I saw it too. I, I saw DC Cab. I like Mr. T <laughs> so much. Okay, then you should have probably seen Rocky Three. Um, yeah. 
So I'm wow, saying. DC Cat. I've never seen DC Cat. I've seen the videotape on the store shelves, but I've never seen DC Cab. I don't remember anything about DC Cab. Well, I don't remember that yeah. I saw. I don't it. think I don't think Mr. T remembers anything about DC Cab. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is the original. This is this is about ten minutes worth of plot squeezed into a two-hour film. This is, this is also known as Everybody Hates Rocky. Everyone hates Rocky, and Rocky is Christ. Rocky's so nice. <laughs> yeah. To the point much. you wonder how he survives in this environment, because he's so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I guess we can get to that in a bit. but um, Yeah, do you want to start the blow-by-blow, I guess? Oh, might as well. I, yeah. When was the last time you seen it? I, the, well, the, I, I've, I, I've never sat down to watch the whole thing. Uh, mm. I've seen clips and stuff. I remember seeing the the sequels a bunch as a kid. Not even like, not even like, again, yeah, not even in their whole parts, but just like because they were just always on HBO all the time. And so Rocky one, two, three, and four are all kind of like merged together into this one big Rocky homunculus in my brain, where mm. it's hard for me to remember what happens. Watch like. All I, like there's this one which no one really cared about that much because like it was a, as a kid growing up in the 80s it was way more exciting to watch the Rocky with yeah with Mr. T and Hulk Hogan or the one where he fights the Russians and yeah even now just thinking like watching this movie I was like is this I was like I guess yeah like this like I guess this sets up because I think the second one is a rematch between Rocky and Bell Rocky and uh, Apollo Creed. And the third one, yeah, that's the Mr. T one. The fourth one is the Russians. One, actually, one of the most interesting things, uh, interesting things about watching this first Rocky movie is just, um, I just rewatched the movie Creed just like a couple weeks ago. It's really cool that you actually picked this because I just watched, you know, the most recent Rocky movie that just came out like two years ago, which is mm-hmm. actually really good. Everyone says it's the best Rocky movie since the first one, and it really is. Um, and it's, it's one of the best Rocky movies, largely in part because it's kind of just a, not called a complete remake of this first Rocky movie, but in terms of like, because it is about like a Rocky kind of being the older guy. He's essentially the Mickey character in that movie. And he takes Apollo Creed's son under his wing and Apollo Creed's son kind of goes through a similar arc in that in that movie. Oh, it's a little bit charged because he's 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 got his dad's legacy to live up to, whereas Rocky so just came up from nowhere. But yeah, his similar arc of wandering around the streets, bouncing a ball. <laughs> There's a little bit of that. People. It's not the first whole half of the film, mm. but yeah, I I was watching this movie and I was like, okay, this seems like. It's been nothing but like him just bumming around, and I go and I check to see what time the movie was on. I was like, "We're like a we're like an hour and ten minutes into this movie, and nothing's happened yet." Films in the seventies were different. <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. Pacing was different. If this movie were made today, even with this exact same script, they would probably cut it down to like a ninety-minute film. And yeah. would have actually, and, and a whole half hour of that ninety minutes would have probably been the end fight. The end fight in this movie only takes like twelve minutes in the finished film, which is kind of surprising too. But um, yeah, Rocky. Yeah, Rocky Balboa. You bugging with some guy in the ring? They're very sweaty, yeah. and they keep on hugging. It's a very romantic start to the movie. Yeah, this thing with there's a there's more hugging and boxing than you think if you if you haven't seen it recently. I try not to watch it, but every now and then you catch some if you go yeah. to like Buffalo Wild Wings or a sports bar, mm-hmm. and the 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 rare time they're not not playing an MMA. I was always yeah. under the impression too that Rocky had been like 
Like, you would, like, I was under the impression that, like, the first Rocky movie was about him becoming a boxer in the first place. I was surprised to mm-hmm. see this actually open with him in the ring with some other guy and almost getting his ass kicked, too. Yeah. That was kind of interesting, yeah. Yeah. They punch each other a bunch. Uh, which, this, uh, I don't know anything really about boxing, but I know yeah. you got to keep your hands up. And Rocky is terrible at keeping his hands up. Well, that's what he doesn't something... try to. Yeah, he, he's he's got the Homer defense of get punched in the face till the other guy is tired and then push him over. That's what Mickey yells at him later about how he fights like an ape, just because he just yeah. yeah he has no skill. He just punches and takes the punches and yeah I he's don't not know very how, defensive at all or anything. Yeah, I don't know how later in the movie he's bragging to Adrian that you look at my nose and it's never been broken. Nobody's ever hit my nose. How has nobody hit his nose because it's always wide open? Everyone's talking about Rocky's got like a cut above his one eye for like the first half hour of the movie, and like you think if anything his face should just look like a cauliflower from just being walloped all the time. If he's if he's boxing this way all the time. His mm-hmm. everything from the neck up should look like the fucking Last of Us, in yeah. terms of like mutilated cartilage and stuff like that. Because yeah, he does. He just if he fights, if he fights in his other matches, anything like he fights in this fight, like yeah, Jesus Christ, he fights like Homer, and he should look like Mo. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no, the ugly one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm getting my my uh. Uh, Simpsons references confused with, ho- with uh, Homestar references, but mm-hmm. yeah, ugly well. But yeah. so the uh, the other guy, even though he's winning, headbutts Rocky for some reason. Oh yeah, and then, I guess because yeah. it's a shitty match out in the middle of nowhere. Like like the ref doesn't even call him on the headbutt because I'm sure that's supposed to be an illegal move. Oh it, yeah, for sure it's illegal. Yeah, but then it makes Rocky mad, so he punches <laughs> him a bunch. He, he gives him bunches of, of punches and wins. My favorite Yay. cereal. Yep, bunches of punches of oats. So, uh... <laughs> it's a C-Rock. Sylvester's still out on the box. Yeah, got oats. Yeah. This chock full of nutrition. Part of the balanced breakfast. I can't do a sliced alone. It just like, comes out like somebody with Down syndrome. Really, I can't, like... Okay. I mean, that's kind of... Yeah. I'm going to leave the sliced alone impressions <laughs> yeah. to you. Oh, now that's no fun. Yeah, that's the best part. Because I think it's either that or you could just, it's just gonna be sliced alone talking to sloth for the whole episode. <laughs> um. Anyway, go ahead. So, yeah. And 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 then so they leave the ring, and as Rocky's leaving, some lady calls him a bun a bun a bum a bunch. She's yeah. like, "You're a bum." Why, he won. Why is he a bum? Well, I'm presuming what's happening is everyone in the crowd, like all twelve people in the crowd, have probably either bet like fifty fifty on on both these guys. Not not that everyone's bit like put money on both the guys, but like the crowd is probably evenly split between people who uh, put money on the other guy or put money on Sly Stallone. So of course Sly Stallone's gonna like no matter who like no matter what happens if you win in any of these fights, I'm sure you probably get half the crowd calling you a bum when you get out of the stage because you've cost these shitheads in the crowd like five bucks or. Something like I that. guess that's what I'm assuming is happening here. Yeah, and then they they go to the locker room where the guy he beat up is kind of chillaxing, laying down. I do like this him. is a nice. It's not even a scene. It's just one shot. Yeah, he. Yeah, they, the other. Yeah, the, the other guy who kind of looks like if Andre the, the Giant got deflated. Yeah, he kind of looks like Flat Top. Yeah, that a little too. bit. Yeah, because he's, he's got he's like laying, a he's got a, like a Jufro white guy fro thing going on. Yeah, he's laying there and he says, "Hey, you really got." And it's off to the internet I go to find the script, because this isn't going to be the first time or the last time that I don't understand what somebody said in this movie. The sound in this movie ain't so good, and I was kind of bummed I didn't have a copy with subtitles, because even the sliced alone part, 
uh, this movie did not have the best sound recording. So yeah, there's a lot of like, rah, rah, rah. like even like you got Polly who's drunk half the time. So he's just like, hey, turkey, rah, 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 rah. like what? So, okay, okay, whatever. But I guess he tells Rocky that he got lucky. Oh, is that what he says? I really thought yeah. it was just like, hey, Beaver. Yeah, you got off. <laughs> it's a goo goo time. It sounds like Animal so, from, from Muppet Babies. That's what half the characters in this movie sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what did uh, Animal say at the end of every episode? Oh, go bye-bye. Go okay, I'm bye-bye. sorry. Bye-bye. <laughs> I can't believe they're bringing that show back. Anyway, anyway, Rocky. Yeah, the loser got 17 whole dollars. Rocky gets... Forty dollars and fifty-five cents. He's yeah. living large. I do like how the guy breaks down too, because they're both supposed to be getting way more money than that, but they're they seem to be getting gouges because they're getting charged like ten bucks just for the shower and the towel. Yeah. Which that water and that towel, it ain't gonna like even in nineteen seventy five ain't gonna be worth like five or ten bucks. What are the hell they're charging? Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like boxing is a CD CD. That's what I like. They do a good job sport. of pointing. They don't turn into so much of a cartoon of how much how seedy this boxing situation Rocky's involved in is, but it's still not good. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I like about this opening scene with those two guys just kind of like alone and just kind of tired in, in in the dressing room afterwards, just kind of like. Bleh. It's not big yeah. and theatrical or anything. It's just kind of sad and quiet. Yeah. Yep. Rocky asks when he can fight again, and the guy's like, two weeks. It's like, oof, what a glamorous life oof, right. he leads. And it is interesting, because that, that also helps paint a portrait of how down on his luck Rocky's going to be, because if his only real source of income is these boxing matches, which we actually find out that's not his only source of income in, just in the next scene, but uh, yeah, if yeah. he has to stretch that money out like for two weeks, like yeah, I could see why he has to do some other shit like he has to do in this movie to make ends meet. Yeah, he walks home, says hello to some puppies in a window, and and says hello to some people that are singing around a trash fire. Yeah, yeah. I guess one of those it's hobos is it. like Fra- Sly Stallone's brother. I guess Frank Stallone. Frank Stallone. Yeah, the guy you can't get, uh, you get when you can't get Sylvester Stallone, just like Patrick Swayze's brother. Patrick Swayze has a brother. Yeah, he was on an episode of Matlock. How do you know this? Just from watching Matlock in like 1992? Hell yeah. Matlock was on every day here. It was every day. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to... Oh, thinking about just oh. the, the hard life that Rocky's living. I got to take a drink myself. Just just thinking about all the boozy living that he's living. Uh, I tell you... Oh, uh, he does take a sip of wine from these guys too. I thought that was kind of nice. Oh, yeah. Patrick Swayze's brother did... Uh, he kind of looks like if you crossed Patrick Swayze with uh, with uh, 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 Ernest. <laughs> what? With Vern Troyer. Not Vern Troyer. With, what's it, well, what's that guy's name? That's even worse, actually, Vern Troyer. No, no, not Vern Troyer, but he looks like... Oh he looks God. Don Swayze? Yeah. What the hell? Is that actually... <laughs> Yeah, he looks like he looks like you took Patrick Swayze and accidentally sat on him. <laughs> He's got like the weird forehead wrinkles. Like that's I mean I know they're brothers, but like he actually looks like he look yeah, I mean if you didn't have your glasses on and you were looking at him, you could kind of see well now especially now that he's older. Um I guess he can pass pass even more like as Patrick Swayze cuz Patrick Swayze looks, looks looks less less like himself now that he's older too. Well, wait, yeah. is Patrick Swayze older or is he dead? We had Patrick this... Swayze's dead. He okay, died of cancer a couple so, okay, quite a few so years Don ago. Okay, so Don Swayze does look more like 
Patrick Swayze than Patrick Swayze does now. Um, yeah. What the f- Okay, anyway, yeah. Rocky. Speaking of, spe- well, speaking of brothers, because this will never come up again, have you ever seen Ashton Kutcher's brother? No. Oh, it's like, it's kind of like Twins, where uh, oh, no. Patrick's- Oh, you mean that, Ash- like, you mean the movie Twins? Yeah, Ashton Kutcher got all the good genes. Oh my god. And his poor brother got the not-so-good jeans. His brother, I mean, aside from just the basic looks, his brother is wearing these glasses that make it look like he should be able to see see microsco- microscopic ants on the moon. Yeah, They're so he, thick. He, yeah. Oh my god. So it's, it's, it's oh my not god. All- it's not always like uh, the chick that played Ray in Star Wars, where uh, the whole family is attractive. Oh, uh, she has cute sisters. I, I'm, I, I don't know that, but all her sisters look exactly like. Oh her. my god! There's even I, I just found a, a, a kid picture of Ashton Kutcher and his brother, and <laughs> his brother looks like fucking. Oh my! He he would be he would be the nerdy best friend on like Brother Meets World or something like that. Brother Meets. He's World. got like the bowl. It's like he was raised by a different set of parents because like even a kid Ashton Kutcher has like a cool suave '80s kid's haircut, and his brother's got like a bowl haircut with giant what? Like what? It's yeah. like they were part of some kind of like fucking reality TV show like breeding experiment. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, so the yeah, thing is, Frank, he's probably a way Frank nicer Stallone. guy than Ashton Kutcher, too, so anyway, that has nothing to do with Rocky. Yeah, Frank Stallone. Yeah, Frank Steve, yeah, old Frankie. He's, he's timekeeper or something, singing on stores, stuff. <sighs> I don't know. Once, he, once Rocky gets home, he says hello to his turtles and fish. I thought that was cute. He talks about his turtle food to his mirror. Yeah, he does, like, he's he's pretending to do, like... Uh, product promotion for the t- f- uh, for the turtle food, and then he fucks it up and kind of gets angry at himself in the mirror, which I thought was funny. Uh, I don't. Well, he was not doing product promotion. Uh, he's he's practicing a speech. Well, it, about the fish food, though, right? Or the turtle food? Yes, the turtle food. Yeah. Again, the audio was bad enough. I can I knew he was talking about the turtle food. And I knew he was talking in the mirror to himself. So I assumed mm. he was just. Yeah, I had that. Okay, maybe you have a better sound system than I do because I just assumed he was like, "Hey, turtle food." Well, I thought he was doing that too till the next scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. He takes. He looks at a photo of himself as a wee baby Rocky, and that makes him wistful. So he gets gets some ice from the fridge and puts it on his boo boo spot. Loves this. Where he got I mean, butted. We kind of went through this with was it Charlie Chaplin? We were talking about how much he loves the smell of his own shit. There's a little bit yeah. of that with Stallone in here too, where he's like got all of his own baby pictures up on the wall, mm. and it's like yeah, I don't have photos of myself as a child hanging up anywhere in my home, especially around like a mirror that I look at every day. Yeah, especially like even if I were to make a movie about like. Hey, about, like, little baby Bill, he's gonna be a Nintendo game expert someday. <laughs> I'm not gonna have a scene where I'm looking in the mirror with, like, I get, like, call my parents, I'm like, oh, get my baby photos so I can just, like, look at my own baby photos every day. Yeah, it's a little psychophantic, weird, like, self-obsessed. I don't know, yeah. Well, I think that might also be because if this movie's anything to go off of, he was his only friend. <laughs> Seriously. And also Sly Stallone slash... Uh, Rocky Balboa can do no wrong, and everyone's out to get him. Not everyone, not that everyone's out to get him, but like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's the like an day, idiot savant saint. Yeah, the next day he goes to the pet shop where the puppies were in the window, and he uh, hits on the girl behind the counter by giving the same lines that he had. Oh, to himself I didn't in get that. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's like, you know, it's, it's turtle food. Like, I hear he's got a lot of flies in the mouth, oh. but 
It's got so many moths that uh, the, the turtles, they choke on it. They can hear them choking. And you gotta go up and I hit them on the back of the show. You know what that does to them? You know what that does? Because it's shell shock. <laughs> this is like a five minute scene in this movie. This is one of those things, yeah, again, this movie being made today, this get ch- this would get cut down to 30 seconds. Unless the guy yeah. who made the Lady Ghostbusters movie directed, and this would have gone on for 20 minutes. But, um. Oh, because yeah, because yeah, he does talk later. He talks about how he loves to go to the pet store every day and like tell a new joke to who Adrian, we find out yeah. is Adrian later. And I don't know. Okay, and so that's kind of a cute idea, insinuating that he has to like practice his jokes every night before he goes to bed. Before oh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's... She's so shy, but Rocky likes she her. She is Betty and June shy. <laughs> she's like, I get that she's supposed to be introverted and stuff, and it is like this big guy who could rape her if he takes her to her like. Well... No, but I'm just saying, like, there's an there's a dynamic going on where, like, he tries to, like, lure her back to his den, and... Uh, yeah. But she's just so, like, just, like, not even talking, not even... I can, she's a clerk at the pet store, and is, like, sitting in the corner, she's like, Ali, Ali Sheet in the breakfast well, club, I, and I'm like, she how... Got the- she got that job at the pet store because she prefers animals over humans, just yeah. like every person who works at a pet store. But not in a cute, fun way, but in, like, you get the idea that the only thing creatures in the universe that can tolerate Talia Shire in this movie are the animals. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, uh, later, that scene ends. She goes <laughs> That's away. That's it, yeah. Stuff. She won't date him. She's quiet the entire scene. Uh, at the shipping yard, or the docks, or something, I don't know. Yeah. Rocky chases some guy on some sort of industrial little people mover scooter thing. It's an amazing chase that lasts literally a foot and a half. The guy yeah. starts get. it's like me trying to get away from people in, in PUBG on a little, uh, like, side, sideboard motorcycle where I only get two feet before getting shot in the back of the head. He tries to get away, yeah, slice and grabs him, and yeah. you, this, yeah, it took me a moment to realize that he's doing this because he's the muscle for some kind of loan shark. Yeah. Yeah. Guy don't want his thumbs broken. He he's here's some money, like a hundred and twenty of the two hundred or whatever. Yeah. And uh, but Rocky's uh, he's a good guy, so he doesn't break his thumbs. What a good guy. Which I'm wondering is did he is he recently new to the world of being the muscle for a loan shark? Because if this is how he goes about his business, he would not last very long. Being all like, whoa, I do like how even the guy like even pre- like he's like, you know, I can like pretend that you broke my thumb so you don't get in trouble with your boss. And like Rocky's like, don't worry about it. But yeah. Yeah. Uh. So. No thumbs are broken. No. And then later, Rocky gets in the back of his boss's car. Do you recognize his boss? I was like, I know those teeth. Those <laughs> oh, no! teeth I've seen before. Yeah. Those big Italian teeth. Those big old teeth. Those choppers. I've seen those. I've seen those chompers chomping away on something. Did and you figure I was it driving, out? I was driving home today, and I was like, Oh, he's in that stupid fucking space movie. Uh-huh. Uh, this is Joe Spinell, the villain from Star Crash. Um, yeah. He played the villain in Star Crash. He was not the actual villain. It's not like that. Star Crash was a documentary about it, what he d- did on his days off between filming uh, uh, scenes and in, 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 in Rocky. But yeah, he's also... yeah. I, went, I freaked out about this guy before on the Star Crash episode about how uh, he also played Willy Chi-Chi in the Godfather movies. Uh, which also, coincidentally enough, star Talia Shire, who plays Adrian uh, Papino, I guess her last name is in this movie too, so there's, yeah, yeah two major Godfather connections in this film. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that, uh, that's nice, Bill. 
That's nice, yeah, Go fuck you for, for remembering you. who this weirdo, <laughs> this bucktooth Italian guy is. It's good. You have hobbies, son. Thank you. Yes. William S. Preston's granny. <laughs> so, uh, Rocky gives him the money and says, I think he's good for you. Go get the next, next week. Oh, whatever. And then the boss <laughs> has whatever, yeah. the car pull over so Rocky can get out and he gets out and talks to Rocky be like, hey man, come on. I told you to break the guy's thumb. You didn't break the guy's thumb. How do you think, how do you think that makes me look? How do you think that makes me look yeah, when I can't people been are walking for around guy without because, their broken yeah. thumbs? I don't, I, you gotta break the thumbs off. He's like, okay, next time I'll break the thumbs. Fascinating scene. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. that's that. But with the uh, the driver of the car for no reason that I can figure out. And he never Rocky. becomes a thing. He's just an asshole. Yeah, he's just an asshole for being an asshole. So long, meatbag. You broken your jobs. Why, if you're just the driver for a loan shark, granted, you're hanging out with the loan shark every day. He's probably the loan shark guy is probably not going to let his his associates kill each other. But why would you deliberately antagonize this professional boxer? Who could beat your ass to a pulp if you antagonize him too much? I don't know. Maybe he knows he can fuck with him because I, I'm assuming the word's gotten out that uh, uh, Rocky's a soft case and he's not really going to hurt anybody. But still, it's just, yeah, this guy's just a dipshit. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but don't is this worry. The scene too is it later that he starts talking about how he needs to take Adrian out to the zoo? Yeah, it's later. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Which that's uh, even that's like oh my god. <laughs> Don't worry, because that guy will not get his comeuppance. Oh, that should have been what Rocky 2 was all about. Just Rocky just hunting. Now that he's got money, doesn't have to worry about, like, being fired by Willy Chi-Chi. Just goes out and just beats the shit out of this guy, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, Rocky goes to his boxing gym, and his locker is all locked up. He can't get it open. What I, I, I didn't. I didn't think about it until I was driving home today uh, from work. Yeah? That Rocky... <laughs> says he's had the same lock of six years and uh, yet he still has the combination to his padlock under in the brim of his hat for when he forgets it yeah that's about right i'm assuming yeah, that's not a character <laughs> miss that that's the point of that is that yeah exactly yeah. he's not too bright that's the one no. saving grace with the rocky character on sly stallone's part like sly, rocky is supposed to be super sweetheart everyone loves him but at least everybody hates him. What are you talking about? Well, no, but like the turtles love him. <laughs> Talia Shire loves him. Animals love Animals him. Animals love him. But at least he, at least he is consistently portrayed as not being the brightest guy in the world. So it's not like sliced alone, totally like making himself look like God on on the screen or anything like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you it's, it's it nice humanizing stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. Can't get it open, so he grabs a fire extinguisher and busts it out. Yeah, of nice old time, like 1940s fire extinguisher, too. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not his stuff in there. He has this short janitorial guy. Hey, yo, Mike. Where's my lock? Whose stuff is in my lock? And Mike informed him, it ain't his locker no more. Yeah. Mickey told him to bag it and hang his stuff. Oh, I love man, how my, short stuff's that guy on, is. my stuff's on skid row. Oh, no. So Rock's gonna go see Mickey about it. They're both in bad moods. And Mickey tells Rock, <laughs> Poop Deck Pappy on the beach, just <laughs> screaming at everybody, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Burgess Meredith. This is, man, it was really weird as a kid, because, like, I would uh, see either Burgess Meredith was, was either, like, a Christ-like figure, 
in stuff like the Twilight Zone, where he was so such a nice guy. He's the well, in Twilight Zone. He was the guy who wanted to read and broke yeah. his glass. He was in Twilight Zone a couple times, but everything I ever saw him in as a kid, he was super nice. Except for this, where he's just a rotten son of a bitch. Well, and he was the a funny rotten thing is son too, of a I, bitch in Batman too. I think he's a. Wait, was he in Batman? Yeah, he was in Batman sixty six. Come on. Oh shit. Oh, you mean Batman comma two, not Batman part two. Okay, yes, yeah, Batman also. <laughs> well, even that he was a fun, he was a fun bad guy. He was, <laughs> yelling at, <laughs> he was just squawking <laughs> at people, not yelling at people. He wasn't calling anyone a dago. Let's put that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, Mickey's. Oh yeah, Mickey's training the guy who has just taken over uh, Rocky's uh, cabinet. Yeah, locker. locker. Yeah. You can tell how spend sports I am. He, he, he overtook his cupboard. <laughs> I want to be that. I, you know what? I'm a big fat dopey white guy. I want to go to the boxing arena. Go to the boxing training center and said, hello, I would like to rent, or, rent a cupboard for, for my gloves. And my gloves will be like little lace doily ladies, like old lady Victorian little women gloves or something like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. Uh, he tells Rocky that he moved his stuff because the other guy needed it, and that guy's a contender. He's more up in the wild. Rocky's not. He's got a heart, but he's just a bum. Fighting mm. bum after bum. So Rocky leaves, even though he feels like he's re- real good in the show the night prior with the boxing guy, and everybody seems to hate him. Great. Well, even Mickey points out, he's like... Mickey seems incredulous to believe that even Rocky even won, and even when Rocky uh, mentions who he beat, the yeah, Mickey's all like, ah, that guy's even a bigger piece of shit than you are, kind of like attitude, yeah. yeah. So no one's impressed by Rocky having won this one. Yeah, Rocky goes uh, to a tavern and picks a drunk up from outside and carries him inside and puts him in a booth. Does he? Yeah. I must have been writing notes down at that moment, because I don't remember that I, part, yeah. I guess it's we another way the same to show that Rocky, yeah. Rocky's a good guy, because he doesn't want that guy to freeze to death in That's the That's what I'm saying, again, night. with this Christ-like thing, he's always going to stick his neck out for everybody, yeah. Yeah. So the the, the bartender says that Paul is in the steamer, which I guess is what they called the bathroom in the 70s? That's actually a great take. I mean, depending how hard you poop. <laughs> or how sweaty your poops are, like how, how or how sweaty and how much work you had to do to get your poop out before you come out of the bathroom. That's not the worst. I can see it. I can see Paulie steaming up that bathroom. Let's yeah, put it that way. Yeah, fogging up the mirrors if they weren't busted. God damn. Well, yeah, with the stink waves. Yep. Uh, and he goes to the bathroom where Paulie's are there and starts complaining. Yeah, I every 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 morning I go into the pet shop and I tell her used to do a joke and every night I go back in there and I tell her a joke and boy, I gotta I gotta drive a fucking uh, fancy car for you notice me what am I supposed to take a hint was he Bill is he supposed to take a hint no hell no he's right no he's supposed to keep on making this woman as uncomfortable as humanly possible until she either shoots herself or quits that job. Exactly. Christ. Just because she might not be interested in a man whose face looks like it's always half melting. And a demonstratively, deeply, profoundly stupid man who, exactly, mm. who who looks like, uh, yeah, it looks like one of the raid Nazis at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark right before the skin starts to slough <laughs> off. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Polly tells Rocky that his sister's a loser. She's 30 and alone. What a loser. He's the nicest brother in the world. And if I only knew then, at this point in the movie, what I knew later, I'd be yeah. like, man, what a piece of shit. 
Oh, just Polly in general? Yeah, just Polly in general. But Polly being a 45-year-old older brother who's just sad and lonely and just like, yeah, Polly, what the fuck? Yeah, get short, off thing fat, shit. balding, and alone. Cra- you know, <laughs> I, one, I only took like five notes for the whole movie, but as soon as Polly showed up, I was, my, my only note was, hey, kids, it's Rich Evans. <laughs> Which I should, yeah. Anyway, but yeah. Well, Richard, Rich Evans and Harry S. Plinkett gear, more specifically, but yeah. Oh, oh God. Shazam! How'd you do the burn? Uh, so, I have no room to talk. I am more like Polly than Rich Evans is. Yeah. No, you're not balding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I love you too. <laughs> Now that's a good burn. That is Shazam. Right there. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that is one of my one only good physical asset is that I have Harrison Ford hair when I let it be good. But yeah. Oh, uh, anyway. <clears throat> so <laughs> Polly leaves the tavern. Rocky watches some TV and sees Apollo Creed talking about how he's going to punch a man. He's going to punch him a whole lot. But stay in school because sports make you grunt and stink. Be a thinker, not a stinker. Is that what they say? That's what he say. Okay, because again, with me not like having a hard time understanding the dialogue, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, the bartender says something degraded about Apollo Creed or something, I think. I don't know. Rocky yeah, something, takes offense something. to it. Did they hey, ever get racial about important. it, do they? No. I saw there was, a, like, in the first draft of the screenplay, Mickey was supposed to be super racist. Uh, especially regarding blacks and Apollo Creed, but yeah, I, could, I couldn't tell. I didn't notice anyone else specifically being all. I, I mean, uh, Creed and, and the rest of his his gang. They're talking about how you know they're they're black and stuff like that, but like none of the white characters talk about it, which is kind of interesting. And now these messages. What'd you tell me? Distance from Creed. And if I can go that distance, 
see, and that bell rings, and I'm still standing. That weren't just another boom from the neighborhood. Rocky walking home is talked to at by some young hooligans, one of whom is a girl he knows, I think. Oh, yeah. She's just like on the stoop or something like that. And yeah, yeah. he takes her by the arm and leads her away from the group and gives a 15 minute spiel about how you got to, you know, you got to be respectful. You can't be saying words like that. No guy will date you. And they just think you would have guys. Also, he starts talking about, I don't like to use the word, but a whore. He starts talking about whores. Might be a whore and lights laughing from Rocky about how they won't remember you, but hey, they'll remember the rep. He lectures her all the way home. I get Such a she... good guy. Get get off your high horse a little bit, Rocky. Yeah. And right before she goes inside, she says, "Screw you, creepo." And then and... she goes joins the uh, the warriors. <laughs> yep. And, yeah. uh, why does everybody hate this guy so much? Again, that's that's yeah. This cut, like I said, this cut leads into like the passion of the Rocky little thing. And, that, and that don't Stallone's worry, got here with the character where, yeah, don't worry because that girl we spent fifteen minutes on will never show up again. I wonder Not if she even shows up as a background character. I you would think that like unless the actress died, you think Stallone would have like in like Rocky Four or Rocky like Eight. Would have her come back, and now she's like a neurosurgeon, and she would be like, "Oh, you know, you know what happened?" Because I think like Rocky Five, I think in Rocky Five, uh, Rocky gets like it finds out he's got brain damage because of all the fighting he's done in his life. I, That's I not the boxing world I know. I know <laughs> that is, this is just made up fantasy right here when it gets to the brain damage part. But like, I can totally like see Stallone making it so that like the neurosurgeon that like has to fix his brain is actually this lady, and she's like, "I would have been a whore if it hadn't been for you." Thank you, Saint Rocky, and she literally kisses his brain because his head's open. Well, when he says this, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, right oh. before he goes under, he looks up and sees her stupid-looking pigtails and says, You did turn out to be a whore. Oh, yeah, dude, she's dressed exactly the same, but she's just got a doctor stethoscope on. <laughs> yep. Not even, like, a lab coat or anything. Like, I'm Dr. Susie. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that's a pretty... F- action-packed first half an hour of the movie. Yeah, this is just tearing up the world, man, with all this crazy fast-forward moving plot. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I shouldn't make fun of any movie that's out there. Just because that's how movies were made. It's a different thing. No, Not yeah, every movie fine. has to be Transformers. I mean, you know, I've only you, you always hear this is a sports movie or it's you know it's a boxing movie. It's not. It's a character development movie exactly. where you spend yeah. you spend an hour and forty five minutes of this two hour movie developing the character of Rocky. Yeah, that's all. Really yeah, the is. Wizard is more of a sports movie than this than this is really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Apollo Creed's having a meeting where he's finding out from a fight promoter that his opponent for the next Big Mac fractured his hands or some shit. Yeah, something went wrong with him, yeah. And that every single other boxer worth his salt uh, says that five weeks isn't enough time to prepare for the fight. Yeah, because, like, well, the movie starts off, there's a little title saying it's November 25th, uh, 1975, uh, which is just like a week and a half before I was born, by the way. And so, like, yeah, during, I was born during the events of this first half hour of the film, presumably. Um, wow. But so, and they say that this fight is scheduled wow. to be on January 1st, uh, 1976. So, yeah, that, 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be about five weeks. The promoter's tried nothing and is fresh out of ideas, man. Some oh. guy is a disco stew, his manager? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> that's uh, the episode of The Simpsons with uh, uh, Ned's parents. Okay, oh, that's that. Oh, I see where you're... We've tried nothing, we're fresh out of ideas, man. Ned's dad sounds a little bit like disco... Maybe not. Maybe I'm just projecting here, but yeah. That is a good... Actually, in retrospect, that is a better... Okay, okay, shut up, Bill. Disco stew. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. I'm confusing um, the two. You sure are. Uh, but Apollo knows he'll fight a local underdog. Everybody will love seeing him and slam the shit out of some I poor know. amateur's face. Well, this is the this is the one kind of real racial thing they bring up because he's talking about how it, it'll be great to see because it's going to be January 1st, 1976. It's not so much the date as the year is important there because 1976 being the American Bicentennial 200th anniversary of the establishment of the United States. Mm. For some reason, him beating the shit out of the guy who found America <laughs> will suddenly endear Apollo Creed more to everybody else than than just... I, I Yeah, I still don't understand why he thought this was a great idea, but everyone yeah. agrees that need they need to find... Yeah, some up-and-comer dude who will fight. Not like some kind of, like, yeah, some kind of rando who can fight Apollo Creed instead. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll the they'll position like, it as being like throwing a bone to the whoever yeah. they'll find. Yeah. Yeah. And the promoter's like, it's very American. It's nope. It's very smart. Yeah. I do love like Apollo Creed. Um, I could see how this is kind of like supposed to be a caricature of Apollo Creed because he's so worried about his image and. He's a smart guy. He's, like he's not a bad guy. He's not. He's not even necessarily the villain of the film or anything like that. He's just well, an established why, boxer. Yeah, that's yeah. why in the later movies, him and Rocky have that gay water fight. What? Do they have a gay water fight? Oh yes, they do. Okay, that I do know about the, the Rocky series. Rocky gay water like, fight. They run on the beach and they splash each other in the water. I know they have tiny little pants and they. Sp- oh yeah, and right. You know the funny thing is, I've I like I've never seen anyone point out the Hodo homoerotic content of that scene, but I really? know what I've, scene you're talking about. I know, like exactly. I've heard, like, I have heard nothing but the homoeroticness of that scene. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Woof. <laughs> and they're, they're all fucking each other and be like, <laughs> <laughs> they really are just hugging in the water and stuff. Yeah, okay. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, the gay water fight. <laughs> oh, anyway, so, but yeah. So anyway, Rocky's getting dropped off of, with his boss's car, and his boss asks about the date he has the next night. How'd you hear about that? I hear things. I hear things. Uh, he says he's going out with Polly's sister, and the driver charmingly says, <laughs> yeah, I hear yeah. she's retarded. Rocky says, she's not retarded, she's just shy. Mm. Ah, 1970s, what you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Quote of the century. Yep. Although it is so, a sick burn, I don't know if you're gonna get to that, but like, they, uh, well, like, Well, the yeah. driver says to yeah. take her to the zoo. Retards love the zoo. <laughs> Which that actually is... Put that on my tombstone, just out of context, retards love the zoo. Ugh, From awful. an Oscar-winning screenplay, <laughs> Oscar-winning playwright, Sylvester Stallone, retards love the zoo. <laughs> oh, man. And you the know zoo. what, if someone does, like, 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 the disaster artist kind of a movie about the making of this, I just hope it's called retards love the zoo. <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay, makes, shut up, shut up may- Bill. Okay, yeah, I, that's, you've reached your quota of that. I was word about to for say that's show. real diminishing returns <laughs> using a bad, bad word. Yeah, okay. So that makes Rocky mad, and they argue, but nothing comes of it aside from Rocky's boss giving Rocky fifty bucks for a nice date. Yeah. So and the asshole is revealed to still be an asshole. Yeah. It, the Apollo's going through, I guess... Oh, you know, the just, best part is when they speed away, the guy still says, oh, by the way, still take her to the zoo, and then Rocky gets extra angry yeah. again, which I did laugh out loud. Mm. <laughs> anyway. So, Apollo's going through boxing books, which I guess I just books that just notes. list all so, the boxers in yeah, the town? I, I guess they publish encyclopedias that list all of the schlubbiest wannabe boxers in town. It's the worst time-life series. Of books did they eventually move on to like all the like did they just have published like a giant like building size encyclopedia of all the like the anonymous egg twitter follow like tw- twig twitter like uh, accounts online <laughs> like why I don't would no it's i mean i guess rocky's been boxing for a while so i guess if there is any kind of listing of boxers he might like especially local boxers he might be listed but yeah i guess it could be a book of like newspaper clippings or something like that too it could be like a mic like you know kind of like the microfiche you might have the library or something too but yeah i yeah i get maybe there is something like this in the world of boxing where like all the professionally recorded boxers are recorded somewhere but like yeah just yeah anyway yeah if the internet existed back then this would make more sense if they were just like googling like who's who's some up and coming or maybe not up and coming but who are some kind of like middleweight boxers who like we could fight, but yeah, I don't know. But no. Yeah, I don't know. But he finds Rocky, and he likes the, the just likes the name. Nobody, nope, nobody's heard of him. But it doesn't matter. The, the name Italian Stallions, all that matters. Yeah, Apollo Creed freaks out about this for like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is when he comes up with the idea of beating up an Italian will be great for America. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> just there's a racial politics of this we are great too. Yeah. Yeah. That night, Rocky's going with Polly to see Adrian, and they're talking about turkeys and shit. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Okay. Well, the insinuation now, it's like a week later, now it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Or like a couple days later, if the movie started on the, 20, um, the 25th, yeah. Yeah. It is Rocky, crazy. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. 
What's crazy? No, just it is it is kind of ridiculous that there would be only five, five just five weeks between the start of the movie and the big fight because that is uh, that is genuinely I can totally understand why Apollo is having a hard time finding anyone willing to subject them to themselves to such a ridiculously short amount of time for like a heavyweight boxing title match. Yeah, yeah, that is fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't even I'm not even a professional boxer or follow any of that shit. And even I'm like, <laughs> man, good luck. Even if you're already in pretty much good shape, getting ready for a fight like that in five weeks is just like, man, shish. anyway, but yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So Rocky won't stop asking Paul, you, you know, your sister, your sister knows I'm coming, right? Your sister knows. And they get there. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah she knows. She oh, yeah. Knows. Presumably Polly has invited Rocky over for Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Or no, he they they, they were gonna go on a date. There's nothing. Oh, that's what it is. Well, she is cooking Thanksgiving dinner. dinner. It is Thanksgiving. Yes, because she's like, I didn't know he was coming over. Yeah, of course, Polly didn't say. Well, they have this conversation two feet away down the hall from where Rocky is when they get back to Polly's place because and like this, Polly like goes out of his way to make the situation as uncomfortable for everybody as possible. Mm -hmm. This dude's got no chill. He's a fucking idiot. I hate Polly. I hate Polly's, him so much. Paul, in if I remember correctly, Polly gets apps. If anything, Polly gets worse throughout the films. Like mm. I think the only th accomplishment he has throughout the rest of the films is he is he like builds a robot in, in Rocky Four. That's it. Buy he, him a he robot. Bosses around he a robot. It. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. Uh, Polly is tired of her being a loser. Calls tells her that it's a very charming family. Yeah. Uh, also, I don't know why. I. I but I can smell their house. Mm -hmm. Just looking at their their shitty little hallway and everything, it's just like I know what that house smells like. Just and a lovely little pleasant. flop house, like yeah. yeah. Well, that's one of the funny things is they barely had any money had any money to do to make this film, and so you would assume they just filmed in someone's living room practically. And yeah. so yeah, it's not like they had to, like this was not a set in like. Beverly Hills, or they don't shoot movies in Beverly Hills, but like you know, somewhere in L.A. or anything like this. This is obviously like a fucking Philadelphia tenements, just fucking shitty ass house with just like yeah. garbage laying around and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and uh, she's like, "Fucking, I made a turkey. What are you doing?" And he's like, "Turkey, turkey!" And she pulls, Polly pulls the turkey out of the oven and throws it into the alley behind the house. But not like, before he rips off a turkey there. leg for himself, which I thought was great, actually. That's the best thing Polly does in this movie. Which makes her cry and run to her room. Justifiably so! Although, I, this kind of shows these two are essentially, I mean, they're siblings, but they really are acting like little goddamn children towards each other. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And Raggy doesn't be like, hey, yo, why'd you do that? He's just like, well, I guess I'll walk up to her door and, well, Paul, with a little edging from Paul, walk up to her door and be like, hey, you know, you, now that your turkey's laying in a slump out the alleyway, you, you, you go, we could go out of the day, you know? I was hoping, I was hoping the scene that was a result in anyway, like, uh, it would be just Rocky seeing the turkey get thrown out, and then he just dashes after and starts gnawing on it. <laughs> no! no! Dives through the window. And then, and then fucking Adrian sees from her bedroom window, she's like, oh, he did like the turkey after all, and that's how, like, her heart starts to open up towards <laughs> he's, Rocky. He's in the back alley just boxing with raccoons and possums to it? get he's the like, turkey He's on all home. fours like an ape, just like eating with his bare hands, just like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah, exactly pushing raccoons out of the way and shit like that just <laughs> fuck yeah yeah so uh you know i was thinking maybe we could go out together get something to eat maybe laugh a little bit you know who knows so she opens the door she's ready to go she's got her hat on now signifying that she is ready to go out 
Anything to get away from that piece of shit brother, I guess. Yeah, at this point, Christ almighty, yeah. So they go out. They go to an ice skating rink, which is, of course, closed. But the yeah, door isn't locked. Is... Again! Because that's just poor planning on that employee's part. Rocky not being so... Well, granted, Rocky didn't... Well, no, Rocky did anticipate the date. Because, yeah, you just said he was, like, asking Polly, like, does she know I'm coming? Does she know I'm coming? Because he could smell the fact yeah, that the, Polly's trying to set point, them up, but... At, point, at some point, she's like, yeah, it's Thanksgiving and places are going to be closed. He's like, yeah, Thanksgiving to you, but to me it's just Thursday. Does that mean... Why doesn't Rocky celebrate Thanksgiving? Yeah. Is he... He's like, fuck Well, he doesn't seem to have any family or anything like that, so maybe he doesn't feel obligated to, because, like, who the hell is he going to... Sp- I mean, what, so he's got him and his turtles? Maybe he's not that yeah. thankful for his turtles. Um, uh, he should be thankful for those turtles. <laughs> those turtles are all pretty bitch. A cuff and link, which is such a stupid... Uh, but yeah, for a moment, I thought they'd be going to a Chinese restaurant or something, but no. He goes to, like, a mall public, like... Yes, ice skating rink, and of course, they're, mm-hmm. it's like 6 p.m., it's not even like Thursday day, it's during the night. Yeah, and I, yeah. I love how even the guy running the Zamboni is like, what the hell are you doing here? It is, yeah, it's 6 p.m. On, a, on Thanksgiving night. Of course yeah. we're closed. So, Rocky strikes a deal with him, though, 10 bucks for 10 minutes on the ice. Which, it's, 1975 dollars, that's gotta be like 50 bucks or something, that's actually... And also, kinda... 10 minutes is not very long. No, especially if you're charged, if you start the countdown as soon as they you get your skates, it's gonna take you 5 minutes to put on the skates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he only so has go... one pair of skates, too. Yep, they go skating, which means she kind of walks on the skates and he just walks next to her with his shoes on. Yeah. Um, I guess that's the way yeah. you could do it. Well, originally, I guess the... the uh, the idea was, this is supposed to be them, actually. It's not supposed to be Thanksgiving night. They were supposed to go to, like, a public, like, uh, skating rink, and there were supposed to be people there. But um, they didn't have enough money to pay for extras, and so they came up with a scene instead where they just filmed this after hours. And just like, oh, mm. what if they just snuck into a rink and talked? And yeah, yeah. R- r- yeah Rocky essentially, like, explains his whole life and why he's into uh, boxing to uh, Adrian. He teaches her about Southpaw, which is how he boxes. No, I mean... He teases her about his dislocated finger. No, which is gruesome for a moment. She just kind of screams, and he's all like, hey, which he actually does show. It's That's not makeup or anything like that. He pops his finger out of the socket and does this weird wiggle, and it is like, ah! It's yeah. the best special effect in the movie. Yep, and this entire time, every, like, 20 seconds, the guy's like... Seven minutes. I do. I do admire their commit. The filmmaker's Six commitment minutes. to like this guy's constant countdown while they're talking. Yeah. Yeah. And Rocky never shuts up. I guess that's why he's a good match with Adrian. She never talks, and Rocky won't shut his fucking mouth. Yeah, and he's not too presumptuous and not trying to be too pushy. He's just being kind of friendly and stuff. And yeah, he's being... yeah, the the presumptuous and pushiness will come later. Yeah, exactly. But at least for now, he's just like, hey, I just want to tell you about myself and talk forever and forever and forever. Yeah, he yeah. he tells her when he was young, he didn't have much brains. Somebody told him so he better work on his body. And she's like, my mother told me the opposite. I don't got much of a body, so I better work on the old noodle. Oh, this mother sounds just as charming as a brother. I can't imagine yeah, why so you turned out the way Yeah, see, you can see where Paulie got did. his fucked up Rich Evans jeans from. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh... Oh, you know, I have to give Rocky credit. He had a total opportunity to say something about positive about her body to try to be like, hey, body, body. He plays it off. He's totally cool. He's like, okay, whatever. You're like, yeah. And this, they run out of time. Not that I needed more of the scene, but it totally was not ten minutes. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, what? I just 
for some reason, I just got in my head of the Attack of the Clones romance scenes where, like, like just an alternate version where uh, Anakin and Padme have to rent the flea, CGI flea monsters that Anakin mm. rides for ten minutes. And it's just this exact same scene, except you've got the same guy saying, ten minutes, three <laughs> minutes in the background while they're, like, all the fake, like, romance scenes are going on. But, yeah. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. It's just a funny image of yeah. He talks about how she's shy and shit, and talks about how you gotta be a moron to want to be a fighter. Yeah. You're pretty much guaranteed to end up a bum. They're just morning walking back to his place now, too, right? Yeah, the morning after is the tough part, but now he's nose. 64 fights, and he's never had his nose broken. Which I wonder if that, like, especially, I wonder if that's specifically put into the script to justify why, I mean, Stallone's face, <laughs> this is the funny thing, Stallone's face is a wreck, but it's obviously not because of boxing, it's just because that's the way he is. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, he obviously doesn't have for someone who's supposed to be such like a uh, such an experienced fighter, even if he's not necessarily that good. Like, yeah, you think he, his his facial features would be more misaligned, but no. And so he's like, yeah, he, that's the one thing he's kind of proud of that no one's ever been able to break his nose yet. So yeah. yeah. So they get to his apartment house thing, and he asks her if she wants to come inside, and she says, and he says, it's a face you can trust. Uh huh. And yeah. uh, this goes on for said, a while too. She's like, like, "Hey, oh. yo, I gotta go." But yeah, yo, he browbeats her into going inside. Yeah. Eat your heart out, Nicholas Sparks. This is what true romance is it like. It gets to the point where she would have actually been justified in just running away. But <laughs> did they even show her capitulating, or does this cut straight to them? They're suddenly inside the house. I can't remember which, but like, it remember, gets a little yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. He offers her some food. She's not hungry. He tells her about the turtles, and she's like, "Yeah, I know. I, I sold them, them to you." Here. Yeah. He offers her a seat on his shitty, shitty, messy-ass couch. Yeah. There's just magazines spread all over it. Uh, I guess yeah, the one thing in- you could give Rocky credit for is that he did. Uh, he at least he didn't clean him up. Clean up with the assumption that he would have eventually end up luring her back to his house. So I guess maybe this was kind of impromptu. I don't think he cares. But yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> that's the thing. He's not, not even going to be thinking that far ahead. He just yeah. Anyway. Yeah, she asks if she can call her brother, and he says that uh, he doesn't have a phone. This is great. I did like this one because <laughs> he ripped it out or something because yeah. people wouldn't stop calling him. And he has, for some reason, he has a mattress strapped to his wall. I guess for punching, like before oh, he discovers maybe, meat yeah. later. I guess maybe, maybe, maybe he records a podcast, and that's his baffling. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. he's really into CB radio. <laughs> That's That was podcasting before mm, it was podcasting. Yeah. She says she doesn't belong there. She doesn't know him well enough to be in a man's apartment. So, uh, she says she should go, and he corners her by the door. And has, it, it, it may have played as sweet in the 70s, but it's kind of creepy in 2018. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's always the, 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 the opposite thing where ladies talk about how they always like to be kind of cornered a little bit, too, so it's, it's, that's that, welcome to the world of human sexuality where you you don't want to be a dick, but at the same time, some ladies actually get turned on by the uh, four very forward dudes, and I guess Talia Shire is one of them, or at least Adrian is, because she he immediately just melts glass. in his arms. Yeah. yeah, takes off her glasses and hat and says how cute she is, and she's like, "Don't tease me. I won't tease you. I won't kill her." So he do. <laughs> yeah. And an awkward kissing. They kiss for a while too. Yeah, romantic. 
Yeah, as romantic as a giant beefsteak can be when he's kissing <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola's sister. Yeah, a, 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 as romantic as a human personification of a Slim Jim can be <laughs> making out with a woman. Really? Yeah. Oh, we did skip over the best part where, like, yeah, when she is talking about how she wants to call Polly, how he just yells out the window, "Hey, Polly!" Hey, Polly! I'm yeah, just something. Your sister's, sister's, sister's here, and that's it. Which does make sense because they would like they they probably do, do live like three doors down from each other. But yeah. But yeah, anyway, yeah. They, they, they they at least kiss very heavily. It's up to the viewer's imagination to decide how hard if or, uh, they boned, if at all, or whatever. But brr, brr, brr. Yeah. yeah. Rocky goes to the balking gym the next day. Someone tells him Mickey was looking for him, so he goes and see what the old grumpy Soros Rex wants. And he tells Rocky that some guy was there was looking for him. They need sparring partners for Creed. Uh, Mickey also tosses him some sass. Rocky mm-hmm. wants to know what Mick's problem is with him. And Mickey yells at him, yeah, He got talent, but he wasted on being a thug for that lone shot. But not after calling him a Dago, too, on top of everything else. Yeah. Yeah, the one bit of, like, actual racism in this movie. But yeah. And Rocky kind of sheepishly goes, It's a little bit. Mick dies, It's a waste of life! <laughs> and then Rocky <laughs> leaves. This, you know what? This scene really only exists, too, to make... Burgess Meredith's character sound seem a little bit better because his next scene when he shows up when he's like practically begging Rocky, he's practically sucking his dick through the fucking keyhole to be his <laughs> his manager. At least this does suggest that like this 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 shows that he did think that uh, Rocky had talent, had the ability to go the way before he finds it. It, it makes his it doesn't seem so avarice driven later. The what uh, the, the Mickey's turn. Uh, is yeah. later, so yeah. Mm-hmm. He honestly does think Rocky has talent. Thank God. Yeah. So Rocky leaves, goes to the promoter's office to see the guy that left the card, and he lets him know about the proposition. He asks Rocky if he would be interested in fighting Apollo Creed for the World Heavyweight Championship. That's a hell of a gift to fall in your lap from out of nowhere. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He asks him that, and Rocky goes, "No." Watch <laughs> He tells the promoter that he's just a ham and egger, and Apollo is the best. It just wouldn't be a very good fight. Which is, I mean, I mean, I know that's what they're counting on, but it's funny. Like, at least Rocky is that's perceptive. He's not wrong yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the promoter gives him a spiel about how America is the land of opportunity, and Apollo wants to give an unknown a shot at the title, and that unknown is Rocky. Who stares directly at the camera like, can you believe this shit? <laughs> hey, what? Hey, yo, hey. Hey, yo. Yako and Dot. No what do I do here? And later, Rocky's watching TV, uh, an interview with Creed, and he's sitting on the couch with Polly and Adrian watching. Rocky's also there on TV. It's like he's in two places at once. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm surprised Rocky didn't go, how am I there, but here, too. What is it, time travel? I sort of, I'm, there's got to be a comedy or something that I'm thinking of that kind of parodies of this, like someone watching themselves on TV and not understanding like how this is working. Oh, I'm sure it's been done a yeah. dozen times. I'm sure this is like a big part of like Freddy Got Fingered or something like that, but you know, I can't remember. I can't yeah, think of exactly what it's fun to think about. But anyway, yeah, they're watching uh, Rocky's interview on TV. Yeah. yeah, and one of the reporters asked, just between us, uh, how did you get the name of the Italian stallion? And Rocky's like, well, it was in this porno. Uh, because isn't that the name of Sylvester Stallone's porn? Is it? Wait, Sylvester Stallone was in a porn? 
You didn't know that? It yeah. might be an urban legend, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, you know what? It's, it's weird for me to do this. Famous. But I tend to assume everyone's been in a porn until they c confirm otherwise. Yeah. Because I figure that just like in case their porn tape ever does come out, it's less shocking to me, and I'll think and like there's no, I'm not likely to think less of them. Hmm. So, and you've never said you've never been at a porno, so I just assume that you've 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 had your own your own fucked up career. Oh yeah, oh. Stallone had his first starring role in the softcore pornography feature film The Party at Kitty and Studs, nineteen seventy. He was paid two hundred dollars for two days' work. Wow. Okay. Was he? Did was he fucking in that movie? I don't know. I've never okay. Seen it. Okay. I've looked <laughs> up a lot of fucked up shit on my time in my time on the internet. <laughs> I am going to now. This is this is the Lindemann Falcon flying through the asteroid field. Stallone, oh, porno. No. Oh no! Let's see what happens. There's nothing good. I can tell you that right now. Uh, well, this this is the part of the podcast where Bill Sola leaves his body, and you can uh, audibly hear no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I open the arc. Daniel, look away. Look away. Don't look at the light. Bill, I just have one question for you. Oh. Bill. Yeah? Are his balls as droopy as his eyes? <laughs> yeah, one's down. His is like sloth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I want to make a joke about his penis not getting broken until he met Apollo Creed, but... <laughs> Apollo Creed was the only man strong enough to break his dick. Mm. Mm, you know, now I'm just seeing a lot of photoshops of Sylvester Stallone, and just, this is, yeah, okay. Yeah, just pull that ripcord and get out of there. <sighs> oh, oh, a big, you know, can we... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna save this image and ask if you can make this the. Oh, uh, uh, do I? Do we need Stallone's O face as, no, as really. the artwork for this podcast? <laughs> not it's really, not so no. much an O face as so much as I have accidentally shit my pants face. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh. Anyway, okay, yeah, again, <laughs> we're not talking about Rocky. No, I we are talking about Rocky. my brain now. This is you're welcome. I can't I, believe you've never heard of that. Warfare. Oh, uh, they could have ended the Seiko, the the the, the siege at Waco, Texas, faster if they just started projecting Im images from this porno into the into the <laughs> compound. Okay, anyway, uh. Jesus. And now these messages. His name is Sylvester Stallone. He's the star of a new film called Rocky. He's been described as tough. Handsome, talented, sexy, sensitive, dynamic, brilliant. He's been compared to Nicholson, De Niro, and Brando, but he is Rocky. He's the man who could be loved by only one woman because somehow she gets beneath the pain. He's every nobody who ever needed somebody. Rocky, do you believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. I'll break both your arms so they don't work for you. He's every man who ever settled for something less. What am I crying, Nick? At least you have pride. I ain't had no pride. I ain't enough. I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get that. Terrific. I mean, you could be a heartbreak. You walk down the street breaking hearts the way you're looking. Very shy. He's the man who never had a chance until now. 
Rocky. His whole life was a million to one shot. His name is Sylvester Stallone, but you will always remember him as Rocky. So Rocky's payday is going to be $150,000. And on the TV, Rocky takes a moment to say, Yo, Adrian! And before they send him away. And Polly tries to worm his way into helping Rocky train, but no one was helping Rocky before, so he'll just help himself now. Mm-hmm. So who would have guessed that he wouldn't want help from the loud, shitty, garbage human being? Human? Humanish garbage pile. Wait, who's this? Polly. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm sorry, this will make more sense later, but I'm actually tweeting right now, just because I felt this moment had to be <laughs> recorded for all time, so anyone listening uh, to this episode posterity. after you've seen the tweet, you'll know what I'm talking about. But uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Polly being a piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah. Rocky confides, uh, and then Rocky gets up, leaves the house, and inside they were like, those people were picking on you, picking, making fun of you. And he's leaving, and he's like, you know how I said those things that they said on the TV to hurt my feelings? They do my feelings. And then <laughs> just like that, like <laughs> I can't the, tell if this is Stallone not being able to write well, or if it's just Rocky being an idiot. Where that's like, yeah. And then the sad Charlie Brown music comes on, yeah. and he shuffles down. That that sleep. thing you think happened, do, 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 it happened. Again, I want Anakin Skywalker at Star Wars and visit. You know, you think I was tempted to use the dark side of the Force? I did use the dark side of the Force. <laughs> shouldn't make too much fun because that scene is kind of the heart of the film because it is like showing that rocky even though he's willing to capitulate and fight apollo creed he's now hurt because people are making fun of him and it's kind of showing like he's got he actually despite being a schlub and stuff he does have some personal standards and stuff like that and this is going to be kind of the genesis of him wanting to go he he's he's, he knows he's probably not going to win against apollo creed but he wants to at least go the distance and prove all these assholes wrong and so this is kind of the start of that a little bit like yeah so yeah so Mm -hmm. this is actually kind of like i i I, you probably consider this this scene maybe the heart of the movie actually yeah yeah and then later the next day i guess his uh his loan shark boss gives him $500 to help him train. Yeah, which I and thought, how, yeah. how is it that the loan shark that has Rocky break people's thumbs is next to the perfect Rocky, the most likable and nicest character in the movie? <laughs> they do kind of romanticize the mob in this movie, where it's like, well, that's the thing, I thought this 500 bucks would become a thing later. Like, cause like you would think that he's yeah, only th- given this money cause he's hoping to get something out of Rocky later. And I wonder yeah, if this I even thought. becomes a thing in the sequel, I don't but know. no, like, and even then he's like, Hey, here's 500 bucks. I hope I can get ringside seats. And he does. He actually, he's actually at the fight later. And I, I don't know if Rocky continues to hang out with this guy. Like, I don't well, know. He's in Rocky too. Yeah. So. I would love, it's a shame this guy doesn't come back as like an 80 year old version of himself in, in Creed and he's like, hey, he's still just giving Rocky money for no reason. It's like, I know you don't work for me, but here's an extra 50 well, bucks. That would yeah. be hard considering he died in 1989. Well, that's CGI. 
I see them trying to get a go all Tarkin Princess Leia with trying to re- recreate Willy Chichi, Joe Spinelli. Yeah, just for like a big gag in uh, Creed, but yeah. You can't CG teeth of that magnitude. You would have to get a horse and put a mask on it. <laughs> Again, Bill Mudger, one of the world's ugliest people making fun of an actually okay looking human being. Anyway. Oh, yeah. man. Mr. So, Andy, you have to put peanut butter on its mouth and give put $40 in its hooves. <laughs> now give it the... No, give it the sly. Oh, um, man. Anyway. So, uh, Mickey goes to Rocky's place to see him and, and try to talk him into being his manager. At some point, he also gets confused that turtles are a thing that exists. <laughs> He, he, sits down, he, he sits down next to the turtles and like, what the fuck are those things? He's been through the Twilight Zone a couple times. He can't remember if this is the version of the Twilight Zone world that includes turtles or turtles are in command of everything. Yeah. yeah you know, he, he tells, says that they're also make good soup. Yeah. Have you ever seen tells, the Popeye movie? Yeah, I've seen enough of yeah. the Popeye movie. <laughs> I, for some reason, uh, Mickey in these movies always reminds me of Poop Deck Pappy, who's uh, Popeye's dad in those movies, because it's just another belligerent old guy, who I always think yeah. is Burgess Meredith, and no, it's the guy who played uh, My Favorite Martian, because I always confuse yeah. those two, but anyway. So, uh, what Rocky needs is a manager, and what an amazing quickie dink, he just happens to be one. But Rocky is rightly annoyed that now that he has a shot at the title, people are willing to give him help. Yeah. And Mick also mentions, you got hot, which Rock returns with, I got hot, Mick, but I ain't got no locker, do I? Oh, she's there. He's really petty about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird, too, because while well, I was talking about the beginning of the show about how so much of this movie is kind of like cinema archetypes slash tropes slash cliches at this point. And especially me growing up watching the sequels way more than watching the original film, I was so used to Mickey just being an asshole mm. to Rocky all the time. He's like, ah, fuck you, you piece of shit. It's funny to see him in this this one time in the entire series where he's trying to kiss up to Rocky. Not kiss up, but he's being supplicant to Rocky. He's trying to just extend his hand and help him. And like Rocky's just being so 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 such a petty like me be be with my locker right me be be be. It's just yeah. He's being very yeah. Anakin Skywalker about it. Yeah, yeah. Ro- Rocky's a little uh, annoyed. Well, he's also throwing darts, at, but not at a dartboard, just at a door. Yeah. That's <laughs> how you do darts. They don't show it, but it's just a badly drawn picture of uh, Mickey's face. Mm. Mick's got the knowledge, but he needs to give it to Rocky. Yeah. Uh, however, Rocky's a little bit annoyed that uh, Mick wasn't there 10 years ago when he did need the help. Yeah. That is interesting and... to suggest that he really did come to Mickey and Mickey just turned him down like even before <laughs> well, yeah, he became a schlub. Mickey's like, oh, why didn't you ask me for help? And Rocky's like, I did, you asshole. And Mickey's got no response to that. He's just like, ah, well, he's like, eh, some- well, he's like I'm, I'm, I'm 76 years old. That's, that's, when, that's when he starts turning into Moe from The Simpsons and he's just like, ah, ah you got me. He's yeah. just like, I don't know. He so suddenly he turns into Moe's family feedback where he's just like, I don't know. Yeah, he's slowly leaving down the stairs while Rocky's punching an elbow at his door. and be like, he's, Yeah, and he's just like, and a turkey literally still yelling at Mickey as Mickey just like, yeah, goes down the hallway, goes out the door, closes the door, goes down the steps, walking down the street, and, and Rocky's still... But, <laughs> he sounds like one of the sand people. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Between between this and Rambo, Rocky or not Rocky, Sylvester Stallone liked to yell uh, incoherent shit a lot. That, you know, that's that's a cheap way to drama. It's just people think that you. I mean, it earned him like eighteen Oscars. It's just him going ear barber. Yeah. <laughs> orc, so orc. Mickey leaves. Or do 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 the peanuts theme. Very slowly and, walking away. Yeah. Waiting for Rock- Rocky to. Rocky's screaming and cursing. He's such a nice guy. Everybody loves him. But then I guess Rocky feels bad. He chases Mick down the street, puts his arm around him, shakes his hand, and goes back inside. The way this scene is executed is actually kind of nice. Yeah, I guess Rocky's also. I guess Rocky's also bipolar on top of being mentally (laughs) challenged. Rocky. At least Rocky had the smarts to like collect himself pretty quickly and realize he's being as as disappointed he is by Mickey, justifiably so. Like, at least he's like, oh, okay, maybe, like, this, like... Well, I mean, he's only... Has Polly offered to be his manager, too, yet? Yeah, uh... Was that, in the, like, the scene maybe? with, like, like an earlier scene? I don't Because, remember. yeah, there's a scene where he does kind of like, hey, I could be your manager, and that starts... Like, this is another scene where Polly just irrationally gets angry at fucking Rocky, but, like, yeah. I, at least at least Rocky is smart enough to realize that, like, having Mickey as his, as his manager is the best shot, and he probably also just feels bad on top of everything else, so. Yeah. And I do like how it's executed. You don't see the conversation, because uh, the camera's far, far away. All you hear is, like, the passing of the subway cars, like, over well, as they're in the distance and stuff. And they just have this, like, quiet conversation, and they kind of, like, talk, they shake hands, and that's kind of it, and I thought that was kind of They nice. shot the conversation, but when they played back the audio, it just sounded like, You know, Bill, Remember how earlier in the podcast you said something about how you were gonna uh, attempt the impressions, and then you just trampled all over my with your shittier version of my <laughs> yeah. shitty impression. This is it. Yeah, that, you did that. That this was a reenactment. Well, no, mine, no, because I was doing the Mickey. You were. Doing I was gonna the- do the Mickey as well. Oh, <laughs> it's more better if it's real time. Oh, it's real time. You're supposed to you you have to follow improv rules when you're podcasting. You always have to be yes and, especially oh. when working with a stupid person like me. <laughs> I'm the I'm the Rocky here. I'm not that oh. bright. You're the you are the Mickey. You're the one trying to impart your knowledge and patience onto me while I'm throwing oh, darts okay. and, and sulking about turtles. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm assuming this conversation really would sound like uh, Ma Fratelli talking to Sloth, where it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the next morning, Rocky wakes up at 4 a.m., cracks five eggs into a glass, and drinks it like a sloppy, Is sloppy egg boy. This the genesis of that stereo, of that cliche of like, I got a yes. training montage, got to crack open the raw eggs? Is it, for fuck's sake, Rocky, they're eggs. Don't drink them like a sloppy boy. He, just, he, get him, he gets it all over his chin and on his shirt. He's, he needs a bib. He's already tired. He's already anticipating how much training he's going to have to do in the next five weeks, and he's already too tired to like my, even collect himself. He's just like... My son isn't that sloppy, and he's seven weeks old. <laughs> Could you not just fry the eggs and eat them? I, I think... I never understood that's, why that's they have a to lot be raw work. and drunked. The drunked? Yeah, at least put some, like, Tabasco sauce in there. Spice him up a little bit. Come on. Yeah, I don't, I yeah. don't know. It's gross. Ugh. So, so he goes outside and starts to jog while punching at the invisible foes that are attacking him from all angles. <laughs> no, either way. No. So why don't you go in and drop in some Ninja Gaiden, <laughs> I wish, uh, like, sprites me. in that he's punching? Yeah. <laughs> the ghosts of his family that he burned up inside their childhood home. <laughs> 
there throughout because like you know they, there's 14 rocky movies i wonder if they ever really do explain what happened to his family because he is all alone and he's only like 20 years old yeah. or no he's older because he does 30. say how old yeah he's 30 yeah exactly yeah so but yeah uh, this is the training montage it's funny because this this for being such a huge training montage it's yeah. it's it's like the the further rocker rocky movies and all the movies that rocky inspired for like more honed the training montage idea so like it took me it wasn't until the, this montage well, was over that no, i no, realized no, no, it's no, a training no, 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 montage this isn't the training montage well, it's not even tra- is, but yeah this is him running up the steps but ouchie ouchie he got stitches <laughs> aside that's what but i can't really that's the chapter I, stop title on the blu-rays ouchie ouchie <laughs> I can't really make fun of him because, fuck, I, there's that, I hate that stitch. Ah, oh, the sided stitch when you run up yeah. too much and you're like... <laughs> there's nothing you do except, like, turn over your side and try to stretch it out, but yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so... Which I guess visit- they filmed this and the last shot of the film, uh, movie right after each other. So mm. I guess he did one take where he tried to go up the steps and he was like, ah! And then he did the triumphant <laughs> version and that one being, yeah, that's the end of the movie. That was it. Yeah. So he visits Polly at the meat pack and plant where various carcasses are hanging from hooks. And Polly asks how he's going. Things are going with his sister. And, uh, uh, and I don't get the attraction. And Rocky's like, hey, I got gaps. She got gaps. We've got gaps. What a succinct and completely understandable <laughs> way to say what why he's you like someone. They fit together like a puzzle piece, which actually, that's even a more elegant way to explain it than him just saying, we got gaps, she got gaps, I got gaps. Yeah. Gaps. And then Polly asks if they're screwing. Rocky. Well, doesn't he say fucking or screwing? Yes, no, he says, no, because he says something and then, again. And Ro- the- yeah, Rocky says, don't talk about your sister like that. And then he says, then are he you says, guys screwing? And then he's like, Ooh. yeah. And he says, Paul, you talk too much. And it makes Polly mad, and he punches a pig. Rocky says, oh, ho, ho. Punching pigs? I'll show you how to punch a pig. I honestly did not it. see this coming, actually. For such, like a, such a, like, a classic image from these films, I totally did not. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And, and I, I, why is Rocky friends with this guy? I don't understand Especially, it. Especially, I was looking up the Wikipedia entries for all these characters, and Polly's described as Rocky's best friend, and that is the saddest best friendship I've ever seen in my fucking life in a fictional thing, because it's just, yeah. Jesus Christ. Polly's, Polly's barely a human being, much less a friend to anybody. It's, he no. should be hanging on those hooks. <laughs> <laughs> Rocky should have just picked him up, put him on a hook, and start just punching his guts. Except he's too fat, he's not even good for practicing, because it's just like, it's like punching like a sack of wet jello yeah and he's like this is useless to me as a training tool i gotta go yeah i gotta go beat this dead cow carcass up yeah mm-hmm. but yeah Later, he just he... keeps he starts beating the cow carcass until his fists start to bleed i think that's the blood from that carcass that's what i would assume yeah although you would think a little bit like yeah maybe i don't know yeah, you but, think the uh... blood in the carcass would be frozen it would might some of that blood would <sighs> get on you but it's not. It's more cold than frozen. It seems. Yeah. Well, that's actually a good point because they they, they are processing the meat. Later, Adrian's tending to his hands, and Rocky says, "You know, your brother's a good man, but let me let me stop you right there, Rocky. So far, nothing in this movie has shown me that Polly is a good man. Again, it's the quite pas- the opposite. The passion of Rocky. Rocky seeing too much of goodness in the people who do have no goodness in them. Yeah, giving too much of the yeah. benefit of the doubt for Polly here. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of sad. I know he gets a robot in a later movie, because if it didn't, uh, I would have some hope that maybe he would die in this movie. But well, you know, nope, he survives. In Creed, both Adrian and Polly are dead, and on Polly's tombstone, it says he was killed by that robot. Mm, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Robots know better than humans. Yeah. So she wants smooches, but he's tired. He can't. So you just make the meat. I make the meat. And then he feels bad. It gives her the, yo. I'm sorry. Hey. Hey. And things are good again. Rocky has a sweet talk, a lady. And he says, you can kiss the top of this. And she's like, oh, God, no. <laughs> Ew, you've been working out all day. You smell like meat. Yeah, Christ. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you smell Ugh. like slaughterhouse. Um, yeah, this is something I, I which is weird, because I don't think Mickey, you don't see Mickey talking about this until after the scene, I think. But yeah, Mickey later on is all like, yeah, don't go fucking dames because your legs will go weak or something like that. Yeah. And, there's, there's, there's no swearing in this movie, but it's like the PG variant of that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, getting frisky, you're like, yeah, don't get frisky, because the legs will go weak. Another scene of Rocky running, just punching at the air, which looks just silly as shit. Yeah, in retrospect, there is no one specific, really, there, there's a little bit of a training punt montage in this movie, but, like, it's really more, the real training is kind of spread throughout all these smaller scenes, actually, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Adrian's waiting outside his place, and he's like, you're looking good. And she gives him a dog from the pet shop that he was. I kept saying hi to in earlier yeah. in the movie, which I guess Keep was it... actually uh, sliced the logs, sliced the logs, <laughs> stone, sliced the log. Sometimes I turn into zombie gummy. Come on, Frank Stallone's rejected clone sliced <laughs> no, the log. No, no, no. Yeah, it's like that scene from Alien Resurrection. It's all like Kevin, you kill me. Do you think there was a better Sliced Stallone clone that they, that, like, actually the Sliced Stallone that we know is actually one of those the rejected clones that somehow escaped and killed the better, perfect, like, the originator, originator clone or something? Yeah, it, it got stuck in the tube like Augustus Gloops, <laughs> exactly. but it was its face rubbing up against it. And that would actually make a lot of sense. Sliced Stallone always looks like he fell asleep against the glass in a car, and his face just froze that way. <laughs> Oh, oh my, my gosh, we're horrible human beings. Well, yeah, um, well, yeah, this is, I'm kind of surprised that Adrian's being so chill, what with Rocky being constantly such a dick to her, especially in the sex department, where he's just like, your vagina's a swirling vortex that will rob me of all my skills somehow, but then she still goes and, and gives him a dog. Yeah. yeah. To go running with him, which you see for one scene, and then yeah. that dog's You gone. never see the dog, I don't even know if you see the dog in the sequels. I don't know. Yeah. So, at the gym, Rocky's punching, punching bag. Mickey ties a string around his ankle so his footwork will improve. And then he yells at some teenage girls that look for Rocky's autograph. He says, get your chicken asses out of here, which I thought was yeah. funny. And he yells at Rocky, no more fooling around. Women weaken legs. That's the, yeah, that's what it is, yeah. Sure, Mick, whatever you need to, to say to justify why you ain't getting any. I can see maybe, like, you don't want to... You don't want to accidentally pull a muscle if you're fucking too hard too often, but like, is this is this some kind of weird thing where like like even like ejaculating is like robbing you of some kind of masculine power that you're it's worried about? Like superstitious I, nonsense. I can see I maybe you don't want to get in the headspace of like you don't want to have to worry about like what your wife's up to because you missed their anniversary. Or like like essentially, I could see a trainer saying, "Hey, put your relationship on not your entire relationship," but I from that perspective, I could even kind of see why you would say. But like from basically, we can't like what's the I I don't know. Yeah, 
I don't, I don't know. know why the idea of fucking would be such a blow to your machismo that it would be threatened with, with, with that it could be the deciding factor if you would lose a fight or not. But anyway, yeah. yeah Polly, being the piece of shit that he is, has called a local <laughs> news outlet. Yeah. And un- unknown to Rocky, uh, he got them set up inside the meatpacking well, plant so they can watch him punch beef. There's a thread that's that's been going on throughout the the latter half of this film where he's upset at Rocky because Rocky's not throwing him a crumb and so he decides that he's going to become rocky's new publicist and i yeah. guess this is his one big act as publicist is to call in a news van to yeah, talk I'm to rocky sure, i'm sure uh watching some sweaty italian man punch beef in a freezer won't get the health department involved in your business at all <laughs> that's a good point actually i didn't think about that part <laughs> Say <laughs> so, uh, fucking over the hill, sexually frustrated Italian man just beating up your food. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Imagine oh, this, I hope it, I can buy the cut of that meat. Paul is like, Shh, it's okay. He's the original chef boy RD. He's Italian. He can take care of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So yeah, there's the uh, reporter lady there, and they do a whole segment. And by segment, <laughs> yeah, he really just she- does punch. A piece of beef well, for five minutes. Yeah, they talk. They talk about his unique training, punching meat and shit. And she asks him, "Do other fighters pound raw meat?" Well, Which, that I is. Mean, I, I'll be shocked if someone is not wanna, taking that sound clip and yeah, dropped it into a. You, yeah, you might want to check your phrasing a little there on the, uh, your interview. Yeah. So Rocky shows how he punches the meat. Which one of Apollo's guys happens to see be watching on TV and calls Apollo over to look, but nobody listens to him. Uh, and there's like a solid three minutes of Rocky punching this meat. I guess not a lot was going on in the day on the news channel, huh? <laughs> I was gonna say, like, the lady to... I mean, I get the idea that you're, like, the movie suddenly slips into Rocky's headspace, and, but yeah. it is kind of funny. The most aggressive, like, punching part of his whole training montage is this uh, live on air being interviewed by this lady, him just, like, slipping into this fugue state where he just beats the shit out of the steak. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, now it's Xmas time-ish. And Polly's drunk coming home. Rocky and Adrian are watching TV, talking about how Polly's spoiling the reporters, and Rocky doesn't like it, and and Polly, she just don't know anything about the boxing world. And she asks Rocky if he's gonna say anything to Polly, and Rocky says, "What does it say? I don't know what Polly wants from me." And now Polly's mad, he's upset, cause he goes out and gets meat every. Bordy, he's not Rocky's friend no more. He's so angry. Why, he even gave Rocky his sister. How is this man so consistently charming? He makes Mitchell look well put together. <laughs> like, Joe, Joe Don Baker could drive, come driving up and he would look like a fucking golden god compared to this piece of shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then, like, Polly breaks out a baseball bat and starts smashing up stuff around the house because he's like, He's telling uh, uh, Rocky to get out of my house, and Adrian's like, it's not your house, it's our house. Yeah, and he's like, but I dude, take care of you, and blah, blah, he's blah. He's calling her a loser and blaming her for the fact he's not married, because, yeah, what woman wouldn't want the piece <laughs> I of... I know, he must be swimming in dumpster pussy at fire, the slaughterhouse. <laughs> the dumpster fire of a human being. <sighs> Man, he, he really he is. is like one like diabetic leg amputation away from being uh, Harry S. Plinkett, and yeah. like yeah, he's blaming it all on Talia Shire. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he he she, he claims that she Adrian owes him, but she yells, "I owe you nothing. I cut for you. I clean for you." And he yells and rah, runs off to her room. And as she runs off to her room, he yells, "You ain't a virgin no more." 
You let a man take down your pants. You know what? At this point, Rocky must be like, between this Christmas and what went down on Thanksgiving, he's like, I, I gotta get out of this family. This is this is something all, all every Rocky, holiday's gonna be like. I can't imagine what Easter's got in store for me. All Rocky does is grab him by the, sh- the shirt and like push him down to the couch and passionately kiss him. And I was like, well, this is out of the blue. Fingers his butthole. Uh, but it's uh, perfect time to to plug Polly in the face, but Rocky mm-hmm. doesn't do it because Polly does deserve to get slapped around a little bit, just even if just to calm the fuck down because he's running around with the baseball bat, smashing up stuff. Yeah, yeah, Jesus Christ, threatening to break both of Rocky's arms. Yeah, which what? No, no, that, it's not that short little sack of meat couldn't break Rocky's arms. And the weird thing is, they never really insinuate that he and Rocky were really good friends. I mean, they seem to be. Na- I mean, Rocky's they they seem to be acquaintances, but then Rocky's a, a, an acquaintance with everyone in the neighborhood. And it just, yeah. it, if anything, Polly's lucky that he has a crush on Adrian because if it wasn't for that, they wouldn't even be like like I don't get them being like like supposedly supposedly close friends or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. yeah, Polly's a piece of shit. Yep. Rocky follows Adrian to her room. She asks if he wants a roommate. Absolutely. And then the next scene is starts with a shot of Rocky's legs, because they're probably weak after all that hardcore fucking they've been doing. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yep. And now Rocky's punching the punching mix, while Mick's giving him words of encouragement. You'll be able to spit nails, kid. Like the guy says, you're gonna eat lightning and crap thunder! Yeah, that's one of the big quotable lines to take away from this movie. Yep. Well, yeah, no, yeah, Rocky. He's he's definitely not like Mickey. Never never gets a whiff of the pussy on <laughs> on Rocky. At no point does he go like your power levels are thirty percent lower than usual. What's wrong? Who did you fuck? Your legs are weak, Rocky. What you been doing? Yeah. So who knows? Maybe yeah. just he and Adrian just laid on top of each other. Maybe there's no actual sex. They just like they they really did just stayed up and read read <laughs> TV guide TV guide for the evening or something. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. So Rocky uh, loves punching things. Uh, and, that is and, his job. Yep, Mick is introduced to Mick's cut man, and then Rocky leaves the ring mm-hmm. while Mick, Ra- Mick talks to him. I never thought like pa- like oh, having good. to hire out like a cut man. I thought that would come with like would come with Mickey. It's funny that they had uh, to like hire somebody specifically just to like stitch up, or, or like they don't even, they don't even stitch up people in the ring. It's always like just stuffing cotton balls up their nose and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, good. Polly's back. He asked if he could talk to Rocky. Rocky's like, yeah, you can talk, we talk, we talk, you talk, you go ahead and talk. So, uh, he figured out a way he could make money off of Rocky's name. Advertising. Which he knows about. Rocky tells him that he can make money off his name. He's gotta go take a shower. No, Rocky, no. No, why you do, why you do this? The moment why? Polly you know says he guy, knows something about advertising. How does he not just start yeah, fucking you, laughing? You know the guy is a slime ball bag of human garbage filth, right? The guy he's, a hu- he's a human herpes sore. He just keeps bumming back and ruining everyone's day. But no, you gotta, you can make money off my face, sure, why not? And that's kind of like Polly's last contribution to the film, I think. Yeah. Yeah, thank because God, now, but like... now it's time for the real training montage set to the classical Rocky music. It's yeah. so 70s! Imagine if Rocky had been training this hard for the last 10 years. It'd instead be a of just fighting God, bombs. Yeah. Yeah. I do love the music, how it's all... Boo-wee! 
and all this like it is hardcore mid 70s it's fantastic yeah. it is it is a great piece of music yeah, it's it's there's a reason why it became so iconic and even, yeah it's the it's this is this is kind of like the progenitor of all training montages as we know them in like especially in the 80s because you know, training montages were such a huge thing in the 80s. Uh, maybe almost as a result as much of the Karate Kid as this, but then again, mm. considering that the Karate Kid was made by the same people, like, you know, it's it's still, yeah, it's, it's... Not, again, not that this is an extremely, extremely long training montage or anything like that. It's mostly just, like, like three and a half minutes of, yeah, Rocky just walk, running through the streets, punching the air, and a steady cam following him around, and people throwing yeah. fr- fruit at him, but in a good way, not in a bad way. <laughs> Like, fuck you, Rocky. They're, giving, they're throwing free fruit, food, free fruit for him to eat. Not like get the fuck out of here, sly, you piece of shit. Yeah, and yeah, he's still not all that buff. I mean, no. he's 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 like seventies buff. He's pre Schwarzenegger buff. I was a little, especially because I think I got used to seeing what he looks like in the later Rocky films, where he had more time and money to like really not even get beefed up, but more slimmed down. But yeah, yeah, when you see him at the end of the film, when he's actually in the boxing ring, he's yeah, he's like Harrison Ford, muscular mm. in that he's just kind of not fat. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like he's especially ripped or anything like that. He's not going to wear his t-shirt to the pool, but if he gains 10 more pounds, yeah, he's going to be have... donning that swimwear. Yeah, if he ate a steak, he would look a little out of shape. Like or if yeah. he had, had a very big meal. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Again, even... me being one of the ugliest pe- ugliest people in the world, <laughs> I should be not be all like, you know, Sly Stallone's physique in the first Rocky film was not that much to write home about, but yeah. He even manages to run up those steps. He couldn't run up for last time. Oh, is that he's, where they show that right there? Okay. Yeah, he's stupid stoked about the whole thing. I've never seen anybody so happy about getting his face about punched in by Apollo Creed. Yay, yeah. Yay. I do like he and is also, resigned to the fact that he's probably going to lose his fight, but he just... Which gets articulated also, again soon, but like, yeah. S- slow motion of him jumping up and down, and Sly's happy face is going to haunt my dreams for the next five weeks. Not as much as that, like I said, that picture I just posted to Twitter about 20 minutes oh, ago. Oh, no. So, well, <laughs> that, that, the, that is Sly's real happy face. It's the, <laughs> in the middle of the night. Rocky can't sleep, so he leaves Adrian in their twin beds, because he ain't no cuddler. I didn't even notice that, yeah. Aw. I'm pretty sure they have twin beds. Which makes sense. He would have, like, yeah, they would have gotten another, like, they instead of buying a whole new bed, they would have just, like, she would have probably just had, Rocky would have probably just grabbed her bed from Polly's place and just dragged it over, like, over the, like you know the, like the three the that three doors down to his place yeah well that and I doubt they have room for a a whole uh, yeah exactly yeah another a queen size bed or something yeah or twin. turtles they had to move over uh, all right, so uh, he goes to the uh, stadium where I, I actually thought there was a nice little the bit. event center is yeah. which is just all the lights are on and it's just unlocked for people to randomly wander in <laughs> well. If you were a bigger sports star, maybe I, this got me wondering: Is this the thing that some sports star, sports, sports, no, no, sports, sports stuff? So I'm having a stroke. Uh-huh. Uh, sports. It's hard to say. Sports bar. Sports stars do. Uh, sports stars do. If I were a boxer, I uh-huh. would want to show up. Maybe not the night before, but like, especially, especially if this is going to be a huge fight. And especially if I've never been to a venue like this, as far as, like, one of the combatants, I would definitely want to show up and just get a feel yeah. for, like, what it's like in the ring and kind of the scale and the scope of stuff. So when I actually show up for the actual fight itself, it wouldn't be so weird. But, I mean, not to say that's that's what he's doing here. I think he's just showing up just to just check out the place. It's like the novelty value if he just wants to 
see yeah. what it looks like before everyone else shows up, and it's kind of cool. He, yeah, he runs into the promoter and is like, "Post is wrong. He's got me in red shorts with a white stripe, but I got white shorts with red stripes." It doesn't really matter, does yeah. it? Which I guess is supposed give to us a hell of a shawl. <laughs> yeah, that that is supposed to cover up a gaff where, um. The whoever uh, made the costume for uh, Sly Stallone in the last uh, part of the film uh, didn't realize that they had already created a <laughs> made mural. the costume, aka a pair of shiny shorts. <laughs> exactly. Well, they got the colors reversed accidentally, mm. and so they decided to call it out. They would they would make it, and they actually turned that into a thing of like even the promoter doesn't care about like matching his actual costume to the to the mural. And actually, if you really look at those murals, they're really terribly painted. They're obviously just someone yes. painted that like with poster paints. And yeah. like, yeah, that's not like a professional like mural printing job or anything like that. It's actually pretty cute, but yeah. You know. Yeah, a piano version of his theme wistfully plays as he leaves uh, the stadium. Yeah, all minor chords. I'm not like I'm not quite sure what emotion is supposed to be conveyed here, but what? maybe Rock, maybe Rocky will bumble it out using words since his vocabulary is so large. He's tentative. It's like he wants to, you know, he wants to, he wants he, he's. He he's this is a big chance, but he doesn't know if he's gonna win or lose, or he could get killed in the ring. You never know. We'll return after these messages. Fuck you, Ben. That's not I may have been bad. I may have kept the chain to that road, but it was for your good. Ah 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 ah. Don't you remember what I used to sing to you? <laughs> when you were little, boy. <laughs> Rockabye baby on the treetop. <laughs> when the wind blows, the cradle will bite. When the bar breaks, the cradle will fall. Break! Break! Fall! I, I, I only dropped you once. He goes home and tells Adrian, I can't do it. I can't beat Apollo. It doesn't matter if he can beat him, though. Or if Apollo opens his skull, it don't matter. What matters is if he can go the distance. Nobody's ever gone the distance with Creed before. If he can go the distance and hear that bell ring, he'll know he just ain't some bum. So Which is setting the up the end of the film, really, yeah. Yeah. So now it's the night of the fight. Rocky and Creed are getting ready, smearing Vaseline on their faces. Yeah, I, this is, Praying yeah. sinks. Um, yeah. especially putting the Vaseline under your eyes. Yeah. I'm so sure that's a very, get... very practical reason to do that, but I like maybe it keeps the glare of the lights No, it's, off? it's so your face doesn't get cracked open when you get punched in the face. Oh, really? So it's like yeah. super, wow, okay. So your face doesn't get Shouldn't ripped apart. Shouldn't you just apart. put a bunch of metal in your mouth so, like, when they get punched in the jaw, like, there's no chance you're, like, your jaw, like, caving in and breaking itself? Uh, that's not how mouths work. <laughs> would you, would not the smartest why, thing is to put a bunch you... of spiked, spiked metal balls into your mouth so when you get punched yeah. in the face, the spikes come out of your cheek and p- pierce the other guy's fist. Mm, 
And now you're thinking with portals. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I mean, you're already going to get beat up. You can get the holes in your cheeks sewn up. We mm-hmm. even Mickey himself pointed out early in the film that he got hit in the face with someone like a th- with a thumbtack in their glove, and he had holes in his face like that yeah. healed. I'm sure he, yeah. he he can drink soda, and soda's not going to come yeah, out of his mouth like a like a Burgess. Uh, old Burgess Meredith is a beautiful, beautiful man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, hmm. he is a beautiful mm-hmm. man. He played Adrian... God in Santa Claus the Motion Picture. Oh, Adrian will wait the locker room for him. <laughs> She doesn't want to get his face... She does not want to see him get wrecked. She, Understandably so. There was, a, there was a line in the script where she says, don't let him hurt your beautiful face, but she's looked at it and said, Stallone, this is too unbelievable. Nobody's going to believe us. <laughs> you wrote this, did Like, yeah, I can tell you wrote this. <laughs> Stallone, you're so perfect and beautiful and cool and helpful to everyone in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Have my baby. Uh- and Rocky's walking to the ring, and he's got Polly's meat factory on his robe. Yeah, Man, well, this this is another again, production mistake where, too. Also, that robe was way too big. Like, like they, like whoever they had make that robe, it was way too giant in the end. They didn't have enough time to replace it or redo it or anything like that. And so that that even becomes something that even Rocky, when he gets into the ring, actually calls out how it's kind of fitting, kind of baggy. And yeah. but yeah, I do like yeah, it's got like Shamrock Meat Factory <laughs> how- sticker on the back. Aren't robes supposed to be baggy? Well, they are, but it is kind of, if you're looking at how that he- f- that that hood fits, it is mm. a huge fucking hood. It is like Andre. It is it is a Holocaust cloak for Andre the Giant. Mm. It is that big. Um, gotcha. Yeah, it's 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 so, El Gigante, but I do like it as like even Mickey calls out the fact that like he's got, he's got the words Italian stallion stitched into the back. It's all fancy and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So he makes his way to the ring as old white dudes from the 70s talk about it. They're so old and white. They, they look like they belong in the Lawrence Welk audience. <laughs> they really do, it's yeah. how old and white like, they are. They're wearing, like, n- like, 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 not checkerboard, but, like, like Plaid really suits. chintzy, shitty, like, patterned, like, 70s suits and stuff. Yeah, and they're yeah. fat little white bald guys, yeah. Mm-hmm. And here comes Apollo Creed riding in a boat, like washing across into the Delaware. I actually did laugh out loud, and how fucking I, ridiculous this is. Well, I I feel like this was meant to kind of look silly and be ridiculous, yeah. but I it, I feel like this would f- be completely in place with the sports culture of today. Well, I didn't realize too because my abiding memory of Apollo Creed is in Rocky Four. He comes out with uh, James Brown singing. Uh, I forget what James living in just living in the USA, not born in the USA or anything like that. But mm-hmm. he comes out like he's got fireworks and he's dressed in the same outfit actually. Well, not the not the George uh, Washington stuff, but he's got like the big striped Uncle Sam hat and the Uncle Sam boxer shorts and everything like that. And I didn't realize this is just kind of riffing off of what he does here with less fireworks and stuff like that. But yeah, like the fact that he's on like a paper mache boat and he's got like a like, George Washington like wig and hat and a cloak. And which is also fits too because Philadelphia is in the Delaware Valley. It's actually not that place, not too far away from where Washington actually did cross the Delaware. So it's even regionally, like thematically correct. But it's just it's fucking dumb as hell. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he comes out. Creed is also dressed like a flag, and he's pretty happy about the whole thing. Yelling Creed for three and shit. And yeah, he's barely paying attention to the to the fact that Sly's already in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's also time for some stock footage of a crowd from about 10 years prior. <laughs> that is, is complete. I, maybe back in the day, if you're not watching it in HD, it wasn't that noticeable. But not only is the the, the like the camera stock completely different, if you look at what everyone's wearing, it's like 20 years out of date. 
like yeah. to, to obviously like 20 year old stock footage and you never they never again show anything out beyond the ring between beyond like three rows out from the ring but this is the one chance yeah. to see what the packed stadium is supposed to look like which is fucking mm-hmm. hilarious and here's joe frazier to make a cameo just he out says, of the blue just he hey, says, hey kids it's joe frazier he says, ha! And then he leaves. He Goodbye, really Joe does. Frazier. Well, he goes over, kind of gives Apollo the hug, and then uh, even Rocky's like, oh, I guess the friends. Mm-hmm. And that, that's when Joe Frazier leaves. He collects his paycheck and goes home. Yep. Yeah. So now it's time for the main event. They get introduced, touch gloves and shit, the bell rings, and it's time for our favorite cereal, Bunches of Punches of Votes. <laughs> so, I, and he, Rocky's still not keeping his hands up, just getting. Just well, he Apollo does more. It's not like he's at the begin- beginning where he just doesn't give a fuck. He is actually trying, like, even even here, like, Mickey and stuff, you're like, keep your arms up, keep your arms up, but, yeah. He's still yeah. not as elegant as, as, as Apollo is, though. Yeah. Well, until Apollo Creed gets rocked in the face and gets knocked down. Super early, too, like, uh, he gets a couple, he lands a couple hits on Rocky, but then Rocky, it's only, like, literally, like, just, like, ten seconds in the match, and, yeah, Rocky knocks his ass down. Mm-hmm. Which, from a narrative perspective, is actually great because that already like shows Apollo that like Rocky's maybe not going to be the pushover that he thought, and that that really pisses off Apollo. And so now Apollo's actually invested too. He's not just thinking this is just going to be a show. And yeah. so from then on, it actually becomes more of an actual fight. It's not just him just being an ass clown dancing around the, yeah. the stage, you know. Yep, Rocky gets punched in the face, and the bell rings. Yeah, I, I want to see your your blow by blow for this fight. <laughs> well, they, there's more punches. The bell rings. The punches. Yep. The bell rings. The punches. The next the round rings. starts, and Rocky keeps up his incredible strategy of getting punched in the face every three seconds. Uh-huh. Yeah, a lady painted in silver, looking like the Statue of Liberty, which should be green, but whatever. What you gonna do? Shows yeah, the passage. Of- even she's- if you're gonna make it metallic, make it copper, because that's what it originally was. Yeah. yeah, she shows the passage of time by holding up the round signs. Three, yeah. five, seven. Rocky keeps getting punched in the face, but he's not falling down. He's going to distance, Bill. Hugs, uh, sweaty boxer hugs and everything. If this were like Rocky three, and if this were made in the 80s, there would be a song going the distance in the background. Like this would turn into a whole montage of itself. But yeah. because it's the first Rocky, it's more just there's no slow motion or anything like that. It's not nearly mm-hmm. as dramatic as this kind of cliche end of the movie sports thing would be later on but yeah now it's round 14 and they're still punching each other all swollen and shit at one point an announcer says he can't even keep his gloves off to protect himself and that changes from any point in this match that he was <laughs> not <laughs> keeping well, his now, even, together, now even when the announcer can notice it it's you know that's super bad but yeah and then apollo knocks rocky down and even Mix like, stay the fuck down, Rocky. What are you doing? Yeah. He, he's not. He gets back up. And Apollo is amazed. And the crowd is amazed. I'm kind of surprised because it is such a Christ-like moment. I'm surprised Apollo doesn't like put his gloves to his cheeks and go, oh, no. What do I do now? <laughs> like some kind of like, whole load shit or something like that. Yeah. He's too powerful for me. Mm-hmm. Rocky yeah. punches Apollo and hurts his little ribbies before the bell rings. <laughs> he goes, oh. They roll to their corner and Rocky, I can't see. I can't see nothing. Coming, Mick. Coming. And then the squirts blood out of his eyeball. Poster paint blood, too, because it's still, yeah. yeah, it's before the 80s and Tom Savini showed up and said, hey, why don't we just make blood look like blood? It doesn't have to yeah. be melted red crayons, but yeah. Yeah. And now he can see for round 15. And it gets it is grotesque to think round. that, like, this, oh man, boxing is so fucked up to think that, like, you could get punched so much that your eye, that the skin over your eyeballs 
will swell so much that you'll go blind, and the only way to fix it is to cut your eyelids open so they'll express all that pulled up blood. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you could fight just like see just long enough to throw a couple more punches before you go blind again. It's just Jesus Christ. Yep, boxing's a very, very Ooh. stupid, yeah, stupid thing, and I'll never understand it. If you enjoy it, good for you. I think maybe. I don't. I don't get people punching each other for sport. I can see the drama of it though, but yeah, just like, like it's one of those things that we're obviously like when people are surprised that like you get long term brain damage from a sport like that. It's the one thing where you're especially just like no fucking shit. Like yeah. I don't blame the people who get into boxing or anything like that because you know a lot of people who get into boxing are like poor, like you know they're poor, they're poor, poor folk. You know they got nothing else to do and they do have one talent that is either punching or being able to take a punch. But mm-hmm. yeah, when other people are like, I can't believe someone got brain, I'm like no shit, like look at that fucking. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Anyway, anyway. Yep. And shockingly, in the final round, they keep punching each other. Bunches of in punches. In ribs. And faces. Rocky almost has Apollo, but the bell rings a bunch, and it's over, and on sweaty boxing hugs, and an ADR Apollo says there won't be no rematch, <laughs> to which an ADR Rocky replies that you don't want one. Yeah, I don't know if they, like, were already anticipating, like, ooh, maybe, like, the preview audiences for this really liked it enough that, like, maybe, like, they don't want to, like, tease a sequel too too much here. Although, it's so funny, because I, if I remember correctly, that is exactly what the sequel is about. That the mm-hmm. sequel is about uh, Apollo being all butthurt about everyone being like, oh, no, you almost got beat by nobody. And then Apollo's like, okay, I want to rematch because I want just want to prove to the world that I can beat you handily. And I think he actually does lose that one. That is one where Rocky mm. wins, but and yeah. The music swells, and they're trying to interview Rocky, but he's just yelling. Yeah. He does just cut him off. Yeah. Which is now the only word he can say due to the massive amounts of brain damage he's suffered. <laughs> he's, now na- he's now a Pokemon named Adrian. If people could consider this one of the all-time greatest, like, film quotes which okay i mean i do I guess know. it's romantic i guess it well, is i do like the fact that he completely just disregards the cameras and everything like that yeah. and he's alive on tv being interviewed and he just literally just brushes all that shit aside all he cares about it adrian which i like that sentiment more than just like but like the actual just like not exactly the most like like ass blastingly fantastic quote in history but yeah whatever when when i was a very wee little baby daniel rudis mm-hmm. i do I, we babysat a kid that was named adrian he was oh, a boy no. no 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 nothing bad uh and so i always thought because <laughs> adrian was a, no adrian was a boy's name so i just I assumed know, yeah, at the I, end, I, my, at my the best end friend of, as a kid his brother's name was adrian too, at the yeah. end of rocky the his coach was named adrian and rocky was shouting for his coach i'm like why does he like his coach so much and then much later in life, I was like, oh, that's his girlfriend. I <laughs> so, uh, that Great. was a stupid, pointless story. Enjoy! No, it's fine. It's fine. If you can it have keeps... a digression, if I can digression, you can digression. He keeps screaming her name, and she runs through the crowd, and they meet in the ring. It's weird to think that she wasn't even... Bo- I mean, I can see why she doesn't want to watch Rocky get pummeled into toothpaste, but it's funny that she doesn't stick her head out until... She doesn't even like. Yeah, she she's completely well because know. she she knows she's in a movie, and if she had happened to stick her head out to see what's going on in the ring, that's the exact moment Apollo would have punched Rocky in the neck and he would have died. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Rocky Five or something like that. Yeah, At, when the series is winding down, they need some kind of tragedy to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Apollo Creed is declared the winner. She says she loves Rocky. He's the. 
and the film freezes on his accident scene of a face and the credits play <laughs> with some actually pretty nice string music on, over the top yeah, that I wasn't expecting bad. to hear from the movie. Yeah, I expect I expected a bit more horn and seventies singers wailing. It's the same guy who did the music for the Karate Kid movies, and that actually, actually, the movie, the music in those movies, is actually not that bad either. This, this guy actually did. Bill Conti had some chops. Um, I do really do like the ending. How the movie itself kind of barely pays any attention to the actual announcement of who won. It's mm. it's yeah, like I, I do like how it focuses more on Adrian just making her way out to the ring. And, yeah, if you're not even paying attention, you could almost miss the announcement that Creed has re- retained the title. Uh, the, the, with the simple fact that it was a split decision being given way more weight. Because you could, like, they kind of make a meal out of that in the movie that, like, it's going to be a sp- split decision, which, win or lose, that does show that at least some of the judges did think that Rocky won. So mm-hmm. it's not, it, like, at least, I mean, aside from the fact that he did go to this since he made it to the last bell, which that was the one thing he wanted to care about. But, yeah, I do like the the fact that it's actually announced as, as Apollo Creed winning is actually is kind of pushed to the background in that moment, which is kind of nice, yeah. too. And it's kind yeah. of funny because, yeah, until recently, I misremembered. I always thought Rocky, the whole point of the first Rocky movie was that he won in the first one. Mm. It's a little bit like the Friday the 13th thing where everyone forgets that Jason Voorhees isn't even in the first uh, Friday the 13th movie. It's yeah. easy to for, for misremember the first Rocky being... Like, yeah, Rocky loses in the first Rocky movie. Yeah, he doesn't win for the first time until Rocky 2, but, you know. Yeah. And for such a big movie, it's pretty slight. It's mostly yeah. just Rocky walking around telling girls not to be whores. <laughs> exactly. Not even for a movie. Not even for a big... Not, if, not even just for a movie, but for a classic movie. And for a classic movie that won Best Picture that year. It's pretty slight. Mm. Yeah, it is just a character piece. It is just, yeah, it is. It's almost I, like I, a little smarty Scorsese little character, like late seventies character piece with just like a boxing match thrown in the end. But yeah, yeah. The, the the best thing I could really say about it is I'll probably wind up watching at least two and three. Yeah, and see if I go any further than that. Oh, you got to get the four. Know. Gotta if get I would to the say Russians. anything, just jump to four because that's the most entertaining one. Because that is so like. So Reagan era mid eighties, like yeah, yeah, America, fuck the Russians, they're gonna get us. We gotta destroy those Russians, which is so weird because like the original Rocky is so born of like kind of grounded, gritty, kind of sad inner city sadness, and like Rocky Four is so detached where it's just like yeah, there's nothing wrong with America, Rick rocks. Mm. Fuck yeah, we're gonna go fly in a jet to fight the Ruskies. Yeah, whereas the the whole series got it started in like really kind of depressed recession era America, kind of like sad, fucked up like world, and yeah, tale of two Americas there, I guess. But yeah. anyway, but I'm glad, you, to, glad you liked it. Yeah, got this anything is your else choice. to tell me yeah. about Rocky? Uh, yeah, we should tie this up quick. We've been talking way too long about this movie. Uh, Stallone wrote the script for Rocky over the course of just a few days after watching a complete rando go the distance with Muhammad Ali in a televised to- uh, boxing match in 1975. That rando, a uh, dude named Chuck Wepner, later sued Stallone for royalties and they settled out of courts. Hmm. It was a weird thing where, I guess, Stallone had said that he- that, that boxing match had been an inspiration for st- for the... For the uh for the creation of Rocky, but then later reneged on that, and but yeah, this guy was smart enough to go, hey, wait a second, if you made if you built an entire franchise on my like my this one boxing match I had, like I should probably be owed a couple bucks. So I'm glad he got yeah, I'm glad he got something out of this. Yeah. Um, United Artists, being the studio that produced uh, this film, 
uh, United Artists liked uh, Stallone's script enough, uh, but they wanted to bring in a star like Burt Reynolds, James Caan, or Robert Redford to play Rocky. But uh, Stallone refused to make the picture unless he was allowed to star. Uh, he figured that if Rocky turned out to be a hit, he didn't want it to spend the rest of his life kicking himself for giving away his pet project to someone else. Also, it is, like I said, it's also him sucking his dick a lot, this whole project, too. So I could totally see, yeah. like, as much as he paints Rocky as being the saint, his, he wants to be Rocky himself. His pet project that he spent literally days writing. <laughs> I know, exactly. I can see him like, oh, you want Robert Redford to play Rocky? Where are you going to get his childhood photos to put on his mirror? I already <laughs> got my photos. That's one less thing you have to worry about the prop maker making. Um, and yeah, United Artists only agreed to make the picture because they were expecting a windfall from Martin Scorsese's upcoming mega, mega pick, big picture, New York, New York. But in the end, New York, New York barely made a dime and it was the success of Rocky that, uh, that wound up making up for the failure of Scorsese's movie. Um, which, yeah, I almost hear, never hear anyone talk about New York, New York. I guess that was the first Martin Scorsese movie that he made that wasn't just a, like, a little gritty movie kind of like Rocky, where, because, like, Scorsese came up doing, like, it's kind of mode I mentioned before, like, doing little gritty, um, like, slice-of-life urban character pieces like this, but I guess New York was, like, I think New York, New York is, like, partially, like, a musical and all kinds of crazy shit, and I think they spent, like, like, ridiculous amount of money in that movie and, like, barely made its uh, money back, but... Anyway, even then, United Artists gave Stallone the bare minimum to get Rocky made, resulting in stuff like the stock footage of the crowd used in the final fight, and basic production gaffes, like Rocky shorts being the wrong color uh, in the final fight, and mm-hmm. Stallone's fancy Italian uh, Italian stallion robe being way too big for him. Uh, Susan Sarandon auditioned for the role of Adrian, but she was turned away because she was too pretty. Ouch to Talia Shire. <laughs> Because that's kind of... Uh, do you tell a lady, like, you're just ugly enough to be the star of our <laughs> picture? Um, mm. I mean, she was the sister of Francis Ford Coppola. And had to... Yeah, she'd already appeared in two Godfather movies at this time, too. So it's not like she, you know... It's, you know she, she'd already had success in Hollywood, but still that, that had hurt a little bit. Also, Michael Dorn, who played Worf on Star Trek The Next Generation, he got his start. This was his first thing he was ever in. He plays one of Creed's bodyguards. You just see him in the back. I, th- I looked it up to see which character he is. The scene where uh, Creed is, like, in his office. I think it's the office of the scene where he's looking up the, like, the encyclopedia of boxers. Like, Michael Dorn's, like, a bodyguard wearing glasses in the distant background or something like that. So how did you not notice that gigantic, bumpy forehead? That's true. Uh, Why you not on the Yeah, it's actually, it actually is Worf. Just, it's a holodeck simulation that Worf is just vacationing in. And lastly, oh god, this is horrifying to think, but aside from Sly Stallone, Charlie Chaplin is the only other person in film history to have uh, been the sole writer of an original screenplay, and to have starred in the leading role for that same film, uh, and to have been nominated for Oscars for both. What about Tommy Wiseau? Well, we're gonna have to wait in like two weeks. Oh. Oh no, because he already did The Room. He'd have to win for The Room, but not for... Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Does James Franco really let Tommy Wiseau into the building when he gets... When, like, I'm assuming he'll win an Oscar or something for yeah, the... Ah, who cares? Artist, but that's neither here nor there. <sighs> that was, that was... That was... Rocky. Yeah. 
Yay! Two hours of Sylvester Stallone walking around. Yeah, I can't believe it almost took us two hours to talk about that, because I thought it was going to be a much shorter podcast, considering how slight that movie is, but... Mm. Stay lovely! There's a lot of hate to pile onto Polly. <sighs> Man, this podcast would have been like a half hour shorter if we didn't have to talk about fucking Polly. Yeah. Ugh, that's the, like I said, that's the one terrible thing. If you want to continue with the Rocky films, you're going to have to put up the fact that Polly... Polly... Polly never goes anywhere and he never gets any better. He's just always just a mm. piece of shit. Except until he gets the robot, which kind of distracts him from everyone else because he's just yelling at the robot the whole time rather than people. And but the, imagine how how gimmicky that is to have yeah. that kind of character. It's just like, hey, robot, fuck and you. The, the lesson we can really take away from Rocky, loan sharks are really nice guys. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll help you out in a pinch, especially if you're a terrible employee for them. Mm-hmm, if yeah. you don't break people's thumbs like they tell you to. Jesus Christ. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess maybe, maybe, maybe he, maybe Joe Spinelli was playing in the same character who was playing in the in the Godfather. So, in, in the Godfather, they're good gangsters. They're all nice gangsters. So, mm. that's how we learn to be cool and chill people and give money that they didn't earn and not punish anyone who fucks up. But, yeah. Yeah. Speaking so, of not not punishing somebody that fucked up, Bill, what are you gonna punish me with next time? Oh no! We're, well, speaking oh. of punishing people who didn't fuck up, we're Whoa. gonna jump back into the ouvoir of Phil Lord and Chris Miller. Oh, okay. To talk about because these guys are famous because they were supposed to write and direct. No, they didn't write it. <laughs> they were supposed to direct the Han Solo movie that's coming out. Yes. Soon. That um, is why they're famous. They got fired because they did nothing wrong. God damn it. But, um, yeah, one of their first films was a little-known children's film called Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. And I've never seen it, despite seeing practically everything else those guys have done. And so, yeah, I figure I'll tackle that next week. It's it's Yay! I can't go wrong with a CGI movie filled with food. And also, doesn't it's, Mr. T in that, too? He sure as shit is. Yeah, no, that sounds like a good time, then. So, yeah, Cloud with the Chance of Meatballs. I can't believe that mm-hmm. thing's almost 10 years old. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. we'll be checking out that next week. Yeah. I talk too much. No. <laughs> After reading all this, chance. that bit of trivia, my, I can feel the buzzing of my own head from the vibrations <laughs> of my own voice, and I just get tired of my own voice after, after too long. Well, we're... We're crossing over in the two-hour mark, so we'll put a stop to it all. Finally, yeah. Finally. Put the pump and, the brakes, Daniel. Yeah, he's muttering on Twitter. I'm the Grump Turtle on Twitter. Tardy Podcast on Twitter. TardyPodcast.com. Share us around. See what happens when you foist us upon other people. See if your family disowns you. Yeah, shock. But to, yeah, use us like a like 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 prank stuff from a joke shop, like. Put fake rubber worms in your aunt's food. See what happens. If you're on a long trip, put us on the radio for no for no reason and then throw the iPod out the car so they can't change the channel. Now they have to listen to the Tardy of the Party for the rest of the drive to uh, Nova Scotia. Subscribe on uh, all your friends' iTunes stores. That's probably easier. Just ask for their <laughs> logins and yeah. just go nuts. Yeah. yeah. Subscribe to us on every store at the Apple Store. All this, Every computer at the Apple Store. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Uh, yeah, because we're totally on there. On Podbean, on Stitcher Radio, yeah. Mm. Buy our Lisa mattresses, Casper mattresses, or what are the other 50 mattresses that advertise at every podcast? MeUndies.com will set you up with, uh, with Dr. Carver's Shave Butter. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I, eating, I still want to do a podcast your, sometime where we do fake fake ads. While eating your Blue Apron meal on your Lisa you mattress know, while I wearing your Meandies. Yeah. Oh, you really could just furnish your entire lifestyle with just garbage from podcast ads, huh? Mm-hmm. Sleeping, eating, pooping yourself. Yeah. Ugh. My favorite is ZipRecruiter because ain't nobody listening to a podcast <laughs> trying to hire nobody. I listen to Star Wars Minute. I love those guys. But th- it's funny because they've actually made a Star Wars skit out of, like, they're pretending to be, like, the Emperor and they're trying to find new help. And, you know, because, like, you know, podcasts will do that. Try to, like, you know, like, take the ad but, like, turn it into the, like, you know. Yeah. Filter it through their whatever the the, 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 the podcast is about. And, yeah, I'm like, who? How many people do they think listen to this podcast are, like, hiring? <laughs> like, I'm sure a couple people might be. But, like, for the money you're spending for those ads, you're going to get, like, two, maybe two customers at the most who might even consider needing the thing you're advertising. But, yeah, at least with, like, with uh, Blue Apron, everyone eats. Maybe not everyone wants food mailed to them overnight, but, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost Valentine's Day. Get your sherry's berries and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you do listen to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> it's sad which granted you don't have to listen to that many podcasts to get that many ads these days because it is all yeah just sherry's berries and casper mattresses and just jesus christ oh use offer code they won't shut up oh god yeah. they won't shut up yeah that's with three e's and 14 yeah a's yeah yeah, yeah. okay all right and that's that until next time keep ding ding yeah you know this podcast is us just pummeling each other with words for two hours it's it's sadly true <laughs> okay adios guys right. bye